This is the party, the body party. She'll win the tennis and she's true blue. Boom. Boom. Thank you, Luke, for going along with me. Did you just make that up? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I was, no, like, I was like, my first note is body party. And I was like, this is the party, the body party. She'll win the tennis and she's true blue. I love it. That's great. New theme song, mate. Yeah, well, you know, seeing as we did the Topical. Sporting Woods time. Oh, I was which, like, by you know, the way, was fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was good. Real, you did well. It, it, you did it, good. The, but the thing about the, for the longest time is that mm. the harmonies have to be there. Mm. That's the problem. That's true. Whereas, like, the Barty Party, you just, you just yell it. Well, yeah. Because yeah, it's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the homage to no, the Barmy Army. Army. Anyway, Ash Barty. Oh. Oh, well, first of all, Welcome. Yeah. To another episode of Sporting, Sporting Woods. Let's start there, maybe. Let's do the intro. Hey? We've got- um, There's so much to talk about. Yeah, lots to talk about. We're going to try to not make it a uh, Joe Rogan episode. If we can try. But we'll start with- Kick off with the party party. Oh, yeah. you got to go with the party party. The so, party party or the party party? Yeah, with both. The party party? The party party. Well, no. The, <laughs> That's dead. The well, party party. Well, we will get to the party party. Yeah, there could be a potential rant over the party we party. Anyway. The party. Ash Barty, obviously the first uh, Australian woman to win the French Open since uh, Margaret Court in 1973. Mm. Uh, and the last one to win a major slam since Sam Stozer in 2011. Yep. Again, uh, again. Huge, huge uh, achievement. Yeah, it was fantastic. And the final was a dominant display. Yeah. Um, the uh, opponent, I can't even pronounce the name. It's, okay. it, it's one of the overs. Um, she uh, she didn't hold a service game until the third game of the second set. So, like. Yeah. Never in doubt. Yeah. Well, it, it really it really was. And she, she just seemed so locked in, lo- like quadruple the amount of winners, I think. Even in the first set, I, I think she had like almost 20 winners. And just just capped off a, a wonderful fortnight for her. I think the semifinal was was weird because it was the touch of the Sam Stoses mm. where she she came out and lost the first set six love. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I lied. Up. She was five love up in the first set with set points and then lost the first set. Oh, my God. The, in a tie break. Yeah. In a tie break. Then gave up the first three games in the second set and, and then, then ended up coming when come back to win that second set and then oh, ran away with it in the third. So, yeah, she almost gave it away. But uh, like I said last week, the, the draw really opened up for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of people were coming out saying, well, she didn't have to play Williams in Osaka and blah, 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 the snap. But, but you can still got to win. Yeah, you have to beat the people that yeah, beat them. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And you can, only, you can only play... Yeah, you can only play the people that are in front of you. Absolutely so, right. So take nothing away. Yeah, from exactly. The and and anyone to to even think about that is um oh, they're not true sports fans. Yeah, exactly. Case. And no woodies <clears throat> of ours. Yes, that's right. And and cricket uh, reference. Um, mm. you know, Ash Barty famously was a child prodigy and and won Junior Wimbledon and all that sort of stuff and just couldn't convert it over to the rigors of uh, full time professional tennis and decided to walk away for a variety of reasons, but. Um, she needed a break and ended up trying to hand at cricket. <clears throat> Played one season, I think, I think so. with the Heat before deciding to return to tennis. And obviously, um, a good decision on her behalf. Yeah, she she when she started off, yeah, she played a lot of doubles, um, and I think that really served her well at the served at, at the net. This uh, well, it, since she's returned, really, she's her her played the net, really able to counter drop shots and. 
and just make those right decisions and, and mm. finish plays really, really well. So, um, yeah, she's finally well, been she, able to put it all together. So. She's number two in the world <laughs> yep. as of today um, and has a chance to go number one in Wimbledon, mm. uh, which is apparently her preferred uh, court is grass. Uh, so, so much so that her parents weren't there because they were already in oh. England for Wimbledon because Prepping. they thought she had a better chance of getting there. So, she <laughs> yeah. missed that. Her boyfriend was in uh, in, Queen, in Queensland, I'm pretty sure. Uh, definitely in Australia. So, he was just watching on the couch with the dogs. Like, <clears throat> I think it's just so wonderfully understated how she's gone about, you know, winning. And even, like, when she won, like, the first thing she goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, like, no one's here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, all right, I've done it. And then, you know, congratulated everyone pretty much but herself. So, <laughs> yeah. she's, yeah, true testament to herself and, yep. yeah, really and proud. Great story and great Excellent. Queenslander. Ipswich well. girl. Mm-hmm. Um, moving right along, uh, there was some deja vu overnight for the Australians oh, at the World goodness Cup. Oh, me. Heartbreak as the Matildas go down on the final kick to arch rivals, arch nemesis, fucking Italy. Italian again. I will never forgive <laughs> FIFA for the for Australia and Italy in the World Cup all those years ago. Never, I will it never forgive it. Absolute disgrace. The uh, oh, Italy were <sighs> dominant. Actually, to mm. be to be fair, um, they it, it could have been five or six. Given the uh, there were a couple of offsides and things like that. Watching mm. the highlights. Uh, watching the highlights this morning and uh, could have easily been five or six, to be honest, because there were a lot of offsides. Um, but it kind of puts it. I mean, there was already high amounts of pressure on the Australian mm. side, given what had happened off the field and so, and the uh, nothing short of bizarre coaching change. We still do not have a reason yeah. for the dismissal. Um, we have an apology. Though. We have an apology saying, you know, we were wrong, but like, no, yeah, it it essentially was like we made the wrong decision. It was essentially yeah. the essence of it without saying it. It's as if there was like some news in the background that they're like, oh, he needs to be out. He's done something wrong. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, it was just rumours. I'm sorry. Yeah, I we think- We can't prove it. I think that's what it was. I think like it all just started from like, it was almost like inception where it just started from this one thing and got just out of control. And they're like, oh, well, we have to do something before it gets it's out. It's worse, yeah. Or, yeah, before it gets out or whatever. And, and then it turns yeah. out it was- <clears throat> Either the, allegedly. Yeah, I mean everything on this show is alleged. alleged. Let's let's be honest. You know, our lawyers help us write this <laughs> and so to make make sure these that shows are scripted. scripted. That is true. So, um, and to do it with like three months before the World Cup, I mean, mm. come on, man. And and it's just Italy are a good team, but we got Brazil next, and we kind of are in that you know quote group of death that you want to say. So. If they don't get out of the group stage for a team that really has sort of finals or at least semifinals aspirations, mm. it's going to be an absolute disaster for women's football, in my opinion. Well, the I saw yesterday the disparity between the the dollar that the, between the men's and the women's game. They're not after parity by any stretch, but do you know what the what the par- what the 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 disproportionate amount is like. For I don't winners? know the numbers for the World Cup. For the World Cup, so the winner of the World Cup for the men get five hundred and seventy-five million from memory. The winners of the women's World Cup get five and a half million. Yeah, see, I mean, <clears throat> it's a rot. And if you don't get out of the group stages, the most you make as an individual is fourteen thousand dollars mm. for a woman. For a bloke, I think it's about one hundred and fifteen thousand, something like that. Well, FIFA it is outrageous. FIFA are obviously uh, oh, cutting okay. back. Not they're they're non <laughs> they're, non profit non for profit organization yeah, FIFA. They've got to really watch, like the watch their po- margins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just and I, and again, like I'm not asking for parity. Obviously, like no one's saying 250 mil down the middle, but more than that, like 
five million is not enough for these elite athletes. And they were saying yesterday on um, Offsiders that like Australian cricket obviously is a, a big driver of that sort of putting more money into the women's game. Mm. Um, and what it's meant is that you've seen a better a better class or a better the game has gotten better over the last few seasons and that's putting bums on seats mm-hmm. you know the netball's been doing it for ages but it's just it, obviously you put money into something you're going to get a better product it's it's a no fucking brainer and yeah it just frustrates <laughs> me that these poor women have to basically get like they were saying there was a time when one of the most famous uh female soccer players in Australia had to work at a servo to make ends meet mm at the same time as playing for the Matildas. And it's like, that's ridiculous. It's just yeah, well, we're getting there. So frustrating. But yes, to be that far out is is nothing short of a joke. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. 10%. I, I think maybe even the next World Cup, and hopefully that's in Australia. Mm. Um. There sure. might might be a bit more. Should a be. A bit more money. Anyway. Anyway. anyway let's go. Let's go OG. World Cup cricket. I mean, Pakistan's on the tape. Hey. Just straight up. There's something going on there, isn't there? There has to be. It's match fixing. It has that, like, to be match fixing. <laughs> I'm, I'm out I, like that is the analysis of the Pakistan team they're on the take you can't you cannot lose to the West Indies the way in the way that you did 516 runs I think you can't was. can't play a short ball like you're under 11s against the men's team and then beat the tournament favourites yeah like Oh, right. There's literally no other explanation because I mean I don't know how much they were paying before but they must have been paying quite long odds and, and well like even in the two horse race in the game that would have been seven dollars. Hmm. Maybe England are on the take. Whoa! <laughs> Let the record show. Didn't, didn't see us go Let, there, did you? Let the record show that Benny G is the one that's suggesting that England is on the take. Uh, I don't know, Benny at G at their G home tipped, World Cup. He tips the South Africans to be. Hey, I didn't tip it, but I just yeah. I wish they did better. <laughs> but yeah, to, how do you how do you turn around the, oh, one of the know. most embarrassing losses in in their know. World Cup history to the, their greatest victory? Yeah. You know, in no. in at least four World Cups. I have no words for you. I do. I did see one though. It was like when Pakistan last won the World Cup, they lost the first game, won the next one, and then the, uh, the third game was washed out. And that's exactly what's happened in this World Cup as well. There you so, go. I mean, I just Pakistan. Yeah, sexy. Serving <laughs> is the sexy pick. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. I, there's there's literally nothing else you can say. Mm. Um. But we'll move we'll move into a little bit more of a recap for the Australians. We as we record this, uh, Australia's just come off with a loss. Yeah, um, before that, to I, India. do you want to talk about the West Indies game just real briefly? Can we talk about it in the Sweezies? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, uh, good call. Good yeah. call. All right. So yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, talk about. We'll keep going. Sorry. Okay. So uh, we'll do a little bit of an analysis uh, from the Australian perspective. So uh, overnight, um, as we record, uh, Australia lose by I think forty runs to thirty-seven. Um, thirty-seven. Yeah, yeah, to to India. Convincingly. Yeah, I mean, look, Australia were in it until um, Maxwell got out, I think, yeah, which was about- Poor shot. Even again. with the- Yeah, but even in the last 10 overs, I mean, we still needed over 100, but like- These you, days you, you can back yourself. That's it, and we were only yeah. three down heading into the last 10, and India, I think, were only two down as well. So they had, yeah, you know- There's parity there. Parity in the sense that we were still better than like a 10% chance. Yeah. Because you still had established batsmen at the <coughs> crease who could push on, but we'll go we'll go to the start and that's where we lost the game. We lost the game in the first ten overs uh, of the, of the match. It now, looked like our bowlers just got pumped. Uh, I think it wasn't the first pumped. ten was okay. It was just after. The problem was you Second need to change. get the top three batsmen for India. 
a lawyer from Melbourne, Rohit Sharma, and Virat Kohli. A lawyer from Melbourne. <laughs> Referring to Shikadawan. Yeah. Friend of, the show. Friend of the show. He was you need to get two of those three out in the first 20 overs. Oh, yeah. without a doubt. And Any chance. Failed to do so. I watched until, what, the 40th over live, I think it was. They gave away one genuine chance mm. in the in that time, and that was Nathan Coulter-Nile, which would have been a screamer because Rohit Sharma absolutely middled it, a flick to, to square leg, diving attempt, got horizontal. But if you actually watched it in slow-mo, he had it. He grasped, grasped it. But it just—I think it was just hit too hard, and he was off yeah. balance and all that sort of stuff. I can't. Yeah, I'm not going to say that like it was a you the World Cup. Yeah, or something like that. But it was when you need when you play against a team like India, who are, in my opinion, more favoured than yeah. England. Yeah. yeah, you have to take those chances, and and look what happened. Mm. They we didn't take a wicket for thirty overs, and then. Well, five wickets in in fifty <clears throat> overs is you're doing a lot of yeah. things right as a batting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, true. And the track, look, the deck wasn't great yeah, either. Was, say, it was conducive like batting. And yeah. I thought 350 would be the par score. And it, and that's exactly yeah. what they got. Um, but we didn't help ourselves throughout the way. Now, our ground fielding was spectacular. And I think we ended up probably saving about 30 runs. But not only was the Nathan Coulter drop catch important, it was Carey's drop catch yeah. of uh, Panja yeah. because he got dropped first ball with Coley and they were – both relatively new batsmen at the crease. Uh, he ended up getting 48 yeah. off 27, Which and Collie ended up getting getting 80 and got out in the last over. That there could have just really opened up that middle order mm-hmm. and put pressure on in the same way that India yeah. put pressure at the same time and we crumbled. Yeah. So that, that, that was the difference there, yeah. I think with the batting, we actually did okay. Like, it was a slow start. Warner's strike rate was uh, in Mate, the 60s. It is... It is- I think it's I think it's a good thing yeah, that I he's come too. back not as this flashy big player but as a controlled sort of I think I said it to you guys in just text but like it feels as if like you know those bowlers that used to bowl like Sean Tate or whatever and would bowl at 155 clicks the wild thing yeah the wild thing and like all they had to do was bring it back to 145 and they would get their line and length and they'd just become a better bowler mm. I feel like that's the same way with David Warner now that he's sort of come back and he's sort of being like alright maybe if I just slow myself down a bit mm. the technique I think his technique looks way better than it used to so you know uh, it's a good thing for me from the way that they started their innings Finch and Warner I think they both said right let's do exactly what Mm. India did let's get to the 30 over essentially maybe one down and then we've got backups we've got you know Steve Smith we've got Maxwell we've got the big Stoen we've got NCN like all these Cummins who can hit a long ball that can put us back even yeah we back down to Starkey let's be honest but we just kept losing wickets at the wrong time. And mm. it started, I mean, I, look, Warner's dismissal was soft. Finch's run out, oh, that was disappointing. So. I'm so I'm just not sold on Finch. But Kawaja, mm. the, his last two dismissals yeah, in, in been, this World Cup have been atrocious. Yeah. And I think he gets one more game. And if he does another shit thing. You reckon they're going to bring Marsh, in Marsh? Yeah, for sure. Just Marsh for a bit of stability. Um, yeah. Well, uh, they brought up uh, Smith, obviously, the three. Yeah. Um, Which I agree with. And yeah. I think it was game management. Game situation. Yeah. 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 yeah agreed. So, yeah, the, um, the two players that I wanted to bring up were, were Kawaja, which we've already spoken about, and the big Stoin. Yeah. Well, big Stoin out for a, a golden quacker. Was it a golden quacker? Second, 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 second yeah. ball quacker. And, and, his, his and Smith's dismissals were both low 
uh, you know, jagged low and cut back in, you know, which it can be excused for, but just Still. needed needed the when we needed things to go our way, it just didn't happen. Well, you had and all those blokes that like were hitting sixties and you know fifties, sixties, and seventies. The difference maker was that Shikadar went on. Mm. You didn't have that one person that went on. That yeah, was, that's the that's difference. it, and that that's what yeah they were looking to emulate. Yeah, the and Indian we're doing innings, a, a but it decent just didn't enough happen. job of it. But yeah, yeah, and so I, what do you take away from this? Glad it happened in the third game. <laughs> yeah, Correct. And Correct. we've got the opportunity now. I think our next games are like Sri Lanka, Pakistan, yeah. and then we ramp up to South Africa, New Zealand, and finish with England, I think. Uh, I think you're right on that one. Yeah. yeah. I believe uh, that's right. So this is kind of our period. These are, these now become must-win games for us, but it also gives us an opportunity to, to really fortify our position in that top four yeah. heading into those important games. When do we play New Zealand? Uh, is that towards the end? Yeah. I think yeah. our last three games, I don't know the order, but the last yeah, three so. games are South Africa, New Zealand, England. Critical games. And particularly now that England's lost, like that mm. that game becomes at the end, that game becomes they really might, They could end up on same pegging. It could be know? a play, like that game, Australia-England could be play-in game for the semifinal. Yeah. Is it like the top four from yeah. that? Correct. Just, and it's so 1v4, every, 2v3? Is everybody, that go? Yeah, everybody plays everyone once and then the top four go through. Yeah, yeah, wow. So, and like, I I was a big advocate. I like having the, the associate teams in the World Cup. I really do. But also on the same token, I like this format. Yeah. You know, without the pools, it's just everyone plays one, everyone wants. I, I really do like that. But at, at the expense of the minnows, it, mm. that, that yeah. So I, I'm not sure. I don't know where I stand on that one, to be honest. Well, we were very critical of it. Yeah, I know. And now I'm here and I'm like, <sighs> fuck, I really like this format, but it's at the detriment of these these other teams so i don't i don't know what the answer is yeah i don't think it's a perfect uh world at this point no. but well um yeah i mean until they get on this this sort of scale as the soccer world cup where you can have like pools yeah. and then all of that sort of stuff. i don't think not it's gonna, really gonna happen yeah i agree it's or you could one. have like a pre-tournament tournament but then it becomes like a four-month tournament in one hit does that make yeah. it too hard? Because that's what they did. They had the play in. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I can't remember where Afghanistan. It was. Yeah, yeah. Qualifiers. Af- Afghanistan and West Indies. West but Indies yeah. I can't remember how many teams were in that, but I'm sure there was would have been 12 or something yeah, like that. So could, that that's that's like yeah. a pre-World Cup, World Cup, yeah. and they thought they could probably get away with it. But yeah, I'm kind of with you, Luke. Now that we're here and it's a nine-game round robin against the top teams, like every matchup is a... Yeah. High profile one. Well, yeah. yeah. You get you know. to see everybody play everyone. I just, yeah, I know. I hate myself yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, but me too. Also, what about the crowd for the Australian India game? Did you see any Australian jerseys? There would have been uh, in, a, in, that in a crowd that, I don't know, let's say 25,000, there would have been less than a thousand Australians. Mm. It's crazy. You yeah. just look around, you see a sea of blue. Mm. But that happens but that's everywhere. Happened. Yeah, I mean, was, that happens it was, in Australia. It's great for India. It's like yeah. MCG, and it's just like whenever Virat hits the ball, they go fucking wild. Yeah. World Cup semi-final at the SCG last World Cup, Australia-India. Mm. There, was, there was more Indians than Australians there. Definitely. Mm. So it, it happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm not too concerned, but they these the Pakistan-Sri Lanka games are now must-win. Mm. And the only change I'd really look at is maybe Zampa. In for line, he's he's mm. someone that's not performing. Uh, him and Stoin are probably the two. Are you bringing in for Stoin though? You can't. You can't. Yeah, you need. That, you need you? Yeah. So that's he's got to really step well. up. But as we saw, and we'll get to later, you know, everyone gets their World Cup opportunity. Remember Andy Bickle? Yeah. Oh. You know, it Gee, just what happened, Bix? He um in England he seven took, for yeah. Seven I was going to say he took seven, seven for twenty. 20 didn't he? Yeah. yeah, to get 
I think in the semi-final. I can't remember when it was. But yeah, every every okay. person has their moment in the World Cup. Mm. And Nathan Coulton-Isle had his moment under yep. the pump against the West Indies. So he's, Stoyne's chance will come eventually. Yeah. Uh, he's just got to take it. And that's what Australia have done so well at World Cups is taking that opportunity. Yeah, exactly right. Maybe, well, with Pakistan. In the games that matter. Yeah, 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 in the big games, yeah. Pakistan-Sri Lanka game, he might get that opportunity just to Boy himself a little. Yeah. It depends yeah. which Pakistan team comes Yeah, yeah well, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it may fine. not even bowl or bat. Yeah. All right. One last thing before we get into the footy. By the time you listen to this, we may have a new NBA champion. Um, and that may be the Toronto Raptors. Unbelievable. Absolutely incredible uh, that this is where we've ended up. I think I saw a stat that it's the first time in 1,100 days that the Warriors haven't been the favourites to win the NBA playoffs. Yep, since July 2016 Isn't that was the last time they weren't favourites. Incredible stat. Um, 1,100 days at the top. Kawhi Leonard is just like next oh, level. It's Kawhi. It's uh, Serge Ibaka had an incredible game um, the other day. What's his name? Si- Siakam? Yep. He mm. like his He's first game, 32 points in that first game. Like mm. just, they've just shown up and- like they talk about it in the, in the um, commentating all the time, but if anyone thinks that Golden State are a better team without KD, they're on drugs. Mm. Like they are missing that that extra piece that he brings to the table. Because every time the ball goes to AI, and I just I would just be giving the ball to to him on on the three because he can't shoot. Mm. Like he has missed I don't know how many shots, but every time he he shoots a three. I mean, he's airball once, and I'm like, oh, okay, that should be KD there, yeah. and that's three points. When they went pre-Durant, they still had, like, David Lee, Andrew mm-hmm. Bogut. Yeah. Um, Iguodala was just at the end of, you know, quote, prime. Yeah. Now he's definitely past it. Yeah. So, you had those contributors. Yeah. You spend all that money on KD, you have to rely on those well, other sorts of places, all uh, those sorts of people, yeah. sorry. So, that's, that's the difference. for game five? Uh, KD, no, he's been cleared for training, but he's, as of right now, as we record, uh, he is not confirmed for game five in Toronto. So he might, if they go to a, a six, there's a chance. Yeah. If that happens, it's it, if, if, if KD comes back and they end up winning this one, it's going to go down as probably one of their best. Well, if it, they're able it to, would be, the, it, it would, would be, be their yeah. best in yeah. this dynasty. Well, thirty-three and one is the score towards uh, teams that have gone three and one and and or one and three and gone on to win. Yeah, thirty-three so, and one is and, the is the record. And famously, that team was the Cavs. Yeah. Um, and the Warriors still get all the memes. Uh, for for <laughs> yeah. giving up a three-one lead against the Cavs. Um, for LeBron's well, championship. Did, yeah, I mean, yeah, and and what a fascinating series that was as mm, well. So that was incredible. Um, very quickly, I saw the best fan sign. I think I've ever seen in the coverage it they so it's Toronto like where the where the arena is there's like a precinct and it's like a bar like kind of like Caxton Street where there's a bar and an entertainment area and yeah. blah 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 this and that they're calling it Jurassic Park yes which I think is absolutely hilarious it's fantastic isn't it anyway yeah. they they cut to there and it's they cut to there because obviously they played in, in yeah, Oakland and they're, and they're going, they're going crazy then there was this guy with a sign saying. Uh, DeMar DeRozan died for this. And I was just like, that is fucking gold. Like that, like that, but that's what's happened. Yeah, for sure. Like it's like DeRozan was the sacrificial lamb for this one championship. And Kawhi's still not committing and will likely leave. So, you know, you could almost, is it justified, blah, blah, blah. You can play that game after. But just, yeah, that sign, like as as it cuts on like Spider came and you see like, 
Damar died for this. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Oh, uh, yeah, that was classic. Damar obviously didn't die, he went to the Spurs. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So yeah. just for people who don't not, follow basketball, was, they're like, oh my God, did they kill a man? He wasn't murdered. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's cut through business over there. Yeah. All right, let's get into the footy. Oh, oh, oh. whoa. Oh, hello. Oh. Also, well done to Portugal, who won the UEFA Nations League overnight against Netherlands oh, there in the go. final. There you go. What about um, Cristiano scored a hat trick in the say, semi- How did he go? Did he really? Oh, yeah, I think it, it wasn't. It was 1 0. Did he take his shirt off? No. He always no, fucking takes so. his shirt off. Don't think, I can't believe I you get a yellow final, card for, for taking your shirt mate. off in football. Don't you you get a cold, mate. Yeah. You catch a cold if you take a shirt off. I reckon, I reckon Ronaldo would definitely be an edge lord. Yeah, he would he, be too. Yeah, be I could see guys. that. Absolutely. Well, we're, we're kindred spirits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He'd, Ronaldo he'd, and I. He'd be an edge lord. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Shout out to Portugal and edge lords. All right. <laughs> we'll do a recap. Disrespecting my people. Yeah, no. No, I was shouting no, out to them. I was shouting out to them. Oh, okay. All right. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's do an origin recap. Do we? Now, do we have to? Do you, do we? Do you want to do a, a New South Wales perspective and I'll do a Queensland sure. perspective? Right. And then my we can perspective. Move on. <laughs> it's 8 <All> right. nil. <laughs> yeah. So Benji, Benny G went to bed at halftime. He was crook. Uh, so at I was meant to be at the game, had tickets. Absolutely devastated. Decided not to go because I was too sick. And uh, at halftime, I thought, here we go. New South Wales are going to win this. I'm going to bed. And then uh, something else happened. But uh, look, if I'm going to break it down, um, I think your biggest issue is whatever is going on in, in poor little Latrell Mitchell's mind at the moment. Because um, I think I think there's obviously some stuff going on there. It's some level. I'm not sure what it is. But to I know that he's had issues with his contracts over the last couple of weeks and his form has been down. But it kind of all culminated in that game on Wednesday night. Um, because that left edge defense looked atrocious. They didn't trust one another on that left edge, and it just led to just far too many points. And so, do you are you putting New South Wales loss down to the performance of Latrell Mitchell? I'm putting it. He would be the spear tip that was the problem. That was the backline of the New South Wales team. I think the the problem lay in in our in our ineffectiveness uh, from seven down. I think that's that's where I think the forwards. Did, did a good job. Uh, you know, Dave Clemmer was a beast. Um, Fritz was was fantastic. Boyd Corner was a bit, yeah, um, but he, he played six minutes without a shoe, so you can't really hold that against him. Um, but, yeah, the back line, I mean, we'll say it, but Cody Walker getting hooked um, is, is about as big a disrespect as you can get in rugby league. Um to be replaced by you know a, a brand new Jack White and is yeah something they're just they're, I don't know I don't know what the goal was I don't think Latrell's even in the top four reasons as to why they lost that game to be brutally honest I'll tell you a story in um all right Matty Jones yeah in the uh we we played against this guy in cricket for a couple of years and we always tried to get stuck into him he's this older guy and he's he's just a flog just an absolute flog anyway but he was a good player right. And but he fed off the chat, right? But but because he was such a flog, we'd get stuck into him at fifth grade level chat. Like it's not like is this you know, on your team? Or? Yeah, yeah. No, okay. no, no, no. Oh, like, we played against, played against opposition right. guy, giving her own teammate. Hey, mate, you're shit. Does that one like screw you? Screw grip him? Like you know, give him so, a tug on his nuts yeah. to get him fired up. And so he always scored runs, always took wickets, 
And he wasn't like, he was a good player, but he wasn't like this dominating. He's just a flog. Player. Yeah, just a flog. Anyway, we play him in the semifinal and we made the decision not to say a single word in the time that he was out there. Not not even encouragement to the bowler. Nothing. Not even clapping. Nothing. He was talking to us. He was trying to get us triggered to, to feed off him. He lost his mind because he's talking like he was trying to talk to me. Yeah, and, and I just, just I didn't nothing. even say anything. He's like, what? You're not talking to me. I didn't even say anything. Didn't even acknowledge that he was speaking. He got out like two overs later. Like he uh. just couldn't deal with it. Like you could see him get so antsy the whole time. What did Will Chambers do this time? Didn't speak to him. Yeah. Didn't sledge him. Didn't do anything. Just said, right, I'm going to let my performance dictate how I match up against him instead of all the chat and stuff like that. I think Luttrell would have been... Expecting, expecting this and expecting that feud and expecting that G up. I think that that played into that. My biggest problem for the Blues was the bench rotation. Mm. Why are you playing David Clemmer 50 minutes? Yeah. And then not again. Decision. And then especially when the game's on the line. Like, but you I'm, couldn't you, bring you, him back because he's cooked. You, you, yeah. you just played him 50 minutes straight. You played a mm. prop, prop 50 minutes straight in Origin. Yeah. You can't you, you, you can't expect him to come on in, in the final 10. Then it came out that they really wanted um, Jake Trebojevic and Cam Murray um, to, play the last. To, to play the last 15. Mm. But because they brought Cam Murray on pretty Pretty's, early, yeah. you know, like he's not up to that just he's, yet. And it's really- rookie, you know? And yeah. they, they, I mean, they did combine to score the last- Try, yeah. Last try. But- but, but by then it by was then. it was yeah. quote unquote over. So it was, that was to me that the way that they played the bench was quite weird. I think, yeah. and then the forwards because Clemmer went off as well. I think they lost that go forward because I reckon it would have been fifteen times in the first half that Cook and Tedesco got shot out of a cannon, mm. and any rational person after that first half would have said, "Well, they'll win by fifty yep. because we just Queensland can't just." Keep, keep doing up. that. So, yeah, I think the forward rotation had a lot to do with it. I think um, uh, not Papali. Maguire had a really good game, particularly in that second half, to slow slow down the ruck and the play the ball. But it reminded me of the 2017 origin where JT in game two was playing with one arm and New South Wales just didn't yeah. run at him the whole second half. New South Wales went away from what they were trying to do in the first half. That was that was they look like world killers, you know. Well, you know, world beaters. It was so weird, yeah. And they got knocked on the back foot that first 10 15 minutes after after yeah. half time. Queensland obviously had had, uh, I said before, it was just like Billy Moore must have just come in and yelled Queenslander at him for 15 minutes because they came out like they were just ready to kill someone, <laughs> um, and you know, beat the shit out of them on that inside their their own 20 for 15 minutes and it just broke them and when you're having to defend that that much and when you're going and when you're having when you're having trouble getting out of your own 20 it's draining and then yeah if you're going to play clemmer for 50 minutes but that that time is is where he's been drained you can't come back you've gassed him so yeah. they ran they they really did an in- it was an interesting play and it worked you know like to wear out those big forwards in that first 10 minutes and then Kalen Ponger and, and, and the rest. And, of course, like the game is a different game if Jack Whiten holds on to that ball on tackle three when Latrell's off the field. Like he learned a valuable lesson that when you're, 12, when, you're, when you're a man down and you're chasing points, don't throw the fucking speculative yeah. pass when you're on tackle three on the, on, on the, on the try line. Yeah. Like, you know, that, that's a rookie mistake to make. 
But so, it's a rocks or diamonds play. Yeah, exactly. If he holds on to it, no, he should have just held on to it. I don't think he holds on for another second and throws the pass. Mm. Anything happens. Who was I- the guy that was tackling him? Would have been Morgo. Because I think the fact that he yeah. held on to him, that was that yeah. was the game clincher. Well, like the, that caused Gagai to just completely yeah, come convert. In, come in, if yeah. he If he didn't have on to him, Gagai couldn't do that. Mm. Yeah. Because he would have been Agreed. like, I have well, to go to the, I have to make the tackle. Yeah. But so, Wyden would have scored then. Exactly. Well, yeah. Exactly. I yeah. think, I think, I don't know if anyone really noticed it, but I think the fact that Morgan actually held on mm. to him was it's like the whole it. reason that mm. that yeah. thing happened. And that's what Origin's about, you yeah. know. Classic yeah. Benny G had to just yeah, get with the cows. I didn't even realise it was Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mate, he's, yeah. He's, he's a special just, talent. And again, yeah. had, a, had a pretty good game, yeah. but I don't think you could take anything yeah. away from Gagai. Yeah. I, Absolute I, phenomenal game. He just I, always does it, Origin. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. How much was he paying? 81 bucks for Man of the Match, did you say? Gagai, yeah. Our week before on Sportsbet. Yeah, Sportsbet, Hamo, Hamo, yeah, called it. All right, the Fox that's code. enough shit to talk about, about so, yeah, my blues. I, yeah. I, I, I think bench that- play. Bench rotation. Mm. Mm. I, I can't I can't figure that out. Anyway. Um, More chat next week. Yeah. For yeah. game two. Yeah, there'll be selections and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. we'll get to, we'll do a bit more of a preview. Um, Friday, last Friday was the day that the Biff came back. Oh, and Jesus. wasn't it wasn't it a bit of fun to see, huh? Did you see? Mo- well, multiple headbutts. Multiple, Sam Burgess got nothing for that. W- multiple dog shots. Yeah, got nothing. Third man in, uh, and they got the penalty. Look, yeah. yeah, oh, that yeah, that, that, that was that was next. <laughs> was level. It, sorry, was it because Safidi threw the first punch? Is that the only reason? I think so. Yeah, even though he'd already been yeah pushed ahead, but I'm not he, too sure. He was been, so yeah. The exchange was, you know, Safidi and George. Or George, Tom, I think it was George. 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 Got up. I uh, didn't like what was going on in the tackle, so Burgess pushed him, and then Saifidi pushed back, and then Burgess leaned in Grab. with the head, nailed him right in the melon, Saifidi's gone. Well, well it's, it's now on. Also, yeah. George did headbutt yeah, him. Yeah, he headbutted 100%. 100%. He That's why he got there's, sent off. There's no doubt. I thought it was no, just no, for he throwing got, punches. No, Burgess got sent off, or Simbin, oh. for throwing the punch. Yeah. There was Because right, what yeah. happened was, the, you know, the fight ensues, blah, 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 this and that. At the end, after Lockie Fitz only got... Simbin because he was third man in he was for the bro- whole thing yeah, and he was trying, trying to, to break, break, it up. break it up Incredible. but because it's the third man in in the fight I think it like triggers I thought a- they just thought he'd thrown a punch yeah. well you got the bunker to do that yeah, that's yeah. what don't, I don't yeah. understand. How does the bunker yeah. not Wait, come in and say, yeah. hey, guys, we won't go another chat? Yeah. And then- um, <laughs> It's incredible. And then <laughs> Sam Burgess, obviously, for his dog shot and all that sort well, of stuff. Well, he that's knew he had five weeks out. Yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. going in for everything. He may as well, yeah. 100%. And I look, I don't want to condone- And he's like, oh, I might be in trouble. Stuff. And then wasn't. Mm. Got nothing. So then after everyone got oh. simbined, Grant Atkins goes, right, penalties to South. And Mitchell Pierce lost his mind. Well, he's right. what are you doing? He's like, yeah, because he threw the pass on Pierce was like, there was only a fight because he headbutted the bloke. Yeah. That's the penalty. Why are you penalizing why are you penalizing us? And, and yeah. Atkins was like, I don't agree. I don't think it was a headbutt. Like that was the para- paraphrase, because yeah. I can't remember. It was the a head quite. kiss. Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't Atkins said, I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. I don't believe there was a headbutt. How it was can essentially you not the premise. What the Maybe that's is. what it, he missed, mm-hmm. it and he turned around and just saw the punches. Yeah, I'm, I'm think, not too sure. Sure, that's his and only that's when excuse. it comes into the bunker needs to do. Surely, old mate, in his ear goes, "Actually, uh, you've got that one wrong, mate." Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would like I just don't understand. Uh, Georgie had a cramp, and then his head just <laughs> flung yeah. out of nowhere. He started doing headbutt. He had like some EDM in his head. He's like Di- diagnosed with head spasms. Yeah. So, and look, if that had have changed the game. 
it's it's the front page news the next day, you know. Oh, it wouldn't be front page, it'd be back page. Okay, back page yeah. news. No, no so, one died. No, yeah, well, no one cares about- No one's yeah. computer all right. All right, all right, all right. for journalism. Yeah, um, that was the same sort yeah. of time, wasn't it? Yeah. So- Different, different problems. <laughs> yeah, totally. What happens thing. if the AFP raids us? Do you think that'll ever happen? To delete our- God, I hope not. We're in the National Archives. They no, can't yeah, do yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, alleged. 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 Everything's alleged. Alleged. Come at me, AFP. Yep. We, we've Ooh. got our Ooh, shit. shit. I don't know if our lawyers that help us write this script will like that. cut that, Michael. Calling, calling out the AFP. The AFP's yeah. like, cut it out. We don't care. We've still got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's not get into AFP chat. Um, but Newcastle, six in a row. Look, looking, looking the goods. And this is, uh, I want to bring a little segment at this point uh, of, I hate to say it. But oh, I forgot about. I hate to say it. I'm going. I'm going to bring it up now. Okay. I hate to say it, and I do hate to say it. But at this rate that we're going, I'm putting Mitchell Pearce in Origin. I think I. I know that I said that I wouldn't do that, and I hate to say it. Like I genuinely do. But if we're going to pick on form, he's he is a million bucks at the moment, and he is a million miles ahead of the rest. Well, that's the question posed. Like, who is the informed New South Wales halfback and deserves a spot? It's not Nathan Cleary. I don't think no, he it's did. Mitchell uh, Pierce. Yeah, I know. I know it's Mitchell. Yeah. Pierce. I think it's I a, a different Mitchell. Latrell. 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 Mitchell Moses. Oh, Mitchell Moses. Moses. Hey, look, it's not playing shit football, but it no, could have been Reynolds. Watch Saturday? No, I didn't actually. I must admit. Jesus. Uh, actually, no, I missed that game. He did a right did, fantasy did points. Pe- though, I, sure. I didn't completely see the whole of the Newcastle game. Did Pierce have another? Cracker, he had yeah, a great game. Or was it just game. everyone around him just not, got up? It no. wasn't one like it wasn't the exceptional man of the match stuff, but he did have a great game. I I, I don't think Dalliams are now public, yeah, but it wouldn't shock me if he got three or two. Yeah, right. again, yeah. just had like he is. If you're gonna pick the hot hand, mm. and I know that this is a guy that we've you know poo pooed in the past, but again, the same token, he was up against probably an immortal team that anyone you put anyone in that jumper you put Joey in that jumper in his prime and I think he'd have still had a, a tough time against him mm-hmm. so it's real tough on Mitchell Pierce and I think that just it, he's just playing such good footy at the moment mm-hmm. I think it'd be I hate to say it but I, mm-hmm. I would I'd have him in there that's my that's my mm-hmm. little two cents right. I think take nothing away from Souths though they were they didn't have a six or no. a seven oh playing. god no 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 Cook yeah. was just playing backing up from Origin he didn't, didn't look not, himself yeah. then certainly not um, Cam team Murray of the week. wouldn't have been playing as many minutes as he usually yeah. does they they had a quiet one yeah. and so it was rightly so and to Newcastle, Newcastle they'd done win done well to, to actually win the game yep. yep Ponga was out and Clemmer's out yep you know and. You know, we've said a lot on this podcast over the last month that Clem is one of the main reasons why they're performing so well. So, so they, they did, did it without Also, him. Mason Lino played really well. He did. Yeah. Finally. Connor Watson. Connor Watson. Connor Watson. There, Where has he is. come from? So they've they've tried to find a spot in the back line for him and it's at hooker. Like he looks yeah. he looks fantastic all of a sudden. Kurt Mam is all right. Out of necessity though. That's yeah. what because like Levi's I, out. I know yeah. I said it a month and a half ago or so that I couldn't find a spot in that back yeah. line for him. Well, it's weird that they didn't put him at fullback and man at nine. It's because mm, they just haven't liked him do. there. Mm. Yeah. And, and obviously, it's been a revelation. There was so. one play in the game that I did see. Um, I think Piercy just wanted to take the two. Mm. And Watson just did Ooh, a quick yeah. tap, ran Ooh, the ball, yeah. and then he, he stuffed it. And he said, shit, I need to make up for this. And then three scored, plays later, the try, just yeah. took the ball from dummy half yeah. and scored. And it was just kind of like, yeah, you had to do that. Yeah, you have no choice, but yeah, mm. to, to fix that. Otherwise, Piercy would have been <laughs> drilling. Are you joking? Yeah, no, it was a great game of footy, to be honest, uh, considering, yeah, the people that were out. Um, yeah, I just, I really, really enjoyed that. that Is that weather footy as well? Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Game. Now, 
Here's your option. All right. Do I do my I hate to say it or do I do my back to the future? Let's keep it at uh, I hate to say it. Okay. Because I think this is a great segment. Things that you don't want to admit Ugh. because you hate it so much. Yes. But my I hate to say it is I think Cronulla can win the comp. Oh, Tim. Okay. I know. What makes you th- that's a huge goal. All right. I think they can win the comp. All right. And what? Uh, okay. Okay. All right. What's your working? Show me your working. Show me my working out. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> show me a long division. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Wade Graham came back after his ACL yes. reconstruction and it was like he never left. And his combination with Bronson Sherry on that left edge, whoa. Yeah. I mean, it was Parramatta, who aren't traveling great, but aren't the worst team. Was Sherry playing on the left? Yeah. Oh. I, be- I believe so. Yeah, from, no, I think he was. It, yeah. he was. He usually- I, I think right. they're trying to give Morris the right side. Anyway, that, combina- that combination- In origin. Lethal. Yeah. Lethal. Well, I mean, 44 they points. Just, so. Yeah, and a lot of it came down that left edge. I, I, yeah. the, the right hand attack for Cronulla was- barely visible because yeah. just the way that they targeted the left. Because Flanagan destroys it. Yeah. And well, Flanagan- He I does thought, He does not feed that outside. No, base. no. But he did have a pretty solid yeah, game. Yeah, he plays well. Yeah. Um, but just, you know, he's still young and all that mm. sort of stuff. But Matty Moylan, uh, Sean Johnson's got to come back. You know, there's- Yeah. And probably next week. Probably next week. And Woods, not that, you know, Woods is a great player, but adds depth and experience to the bench. Yes, he does. This team, the the emergence of Nakora and Sherry are the real X yeah, factor bits 100%. because they had like Johnson is an X factor guy, but he just he's a known entity. Yeah, yeah. You Whereas know? you have had these guys on on low. Let's be honest, low income. Yeah. Um, performing at the high levels that they are, yep. that's what you need to win a premiership, particularly mm. for an aging side for sure. like Cronulla. Well, you've got Gallon, you've got Fifi. Yeah, Fafita's um, playing really well, yeah. and he's not playing Origin, which yep. you yeah. know, adds to that. He only played forty five minutes. Really, for feeder, yeah. Just he had a good game. Yeah, yeah, and but that played the first thirty, and then yeah. didn't need to. Play, only played fifteen in the second half. Yeah, yeah. Didn't need and him. again didn't need him, so that helps him to yeah, recover for his season. season. Yeah. yeah, so now then Jack Williams as well. Yeah, he's on player of the as future. Well. Yeah, um, Capewell's a good player as well, like yeah, in, for call. depth and stuff like that. So they're Dukes. Dukes playing well. Can't forget Dukes. Dukes. Dukes is playing Cannot well. Forget Dukes. So. I actually, I actually, I was thinking about it when we said, well, let's bring up this segment. I don't know if I hate, I think I hate Cronulla more than I hate Melbourne. I just oh, yeah, hate I Cronulla. That, yeah. I hate everything about him. I'm talking about, you know, just Gallon and the drug cheats. I think, yeah, Fido don't get me wrong. It's Flano like, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, just, there's plenty not to like. Just hating. I told you my favorite about bit about uh, the Sharks was Luke Lewis and he's not there anymore. Yeah. And then it was Sean Johnson and he was injured. Yeah. So. They're not really doing me any, yeah. any service. So, Fuck, yeah. I love Luke Lewis. So, I hate to say it, but Hello. You know, Melbourne are down. Yeah. South. Yeah. yeah. Roosters is- f- And Roosters, you can't put a line <laughs> through them, but, you know, they're not- Over this origin period, they're going to slip if, if, if Sunday Debutons, performance is anything like just, it. Yeah. So, there's an opportunity there. Cronella Raiders final. Mate. What is the market that. for that? I could, I Get could, on it. I could see that the Raiders again playing excellent football. Mm. Ricky Stewart, I know we were, we were talking at the start of the season, like yeah, 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 but I mean he's turned that that team around. They look, yeah, they look like a solid footy team. They could, I see them playing at least top or making it to the quarters. Is it the quarters? Yeah, well, the second week, second week, the second mm. at least definitely. Mm. 
even well, yeah. further. They could they could make a real go at it. Yeah, so. they're making semis for me, I reckon. Yeah, stick. I said the start of the year, if they don't make the eight, stick's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how much pressure he was under. As yeah. long as Bateman stays fit. Yeah, that's it. How much, of of a, how much of a difference did he make? Oh, yeah, Him, huge. Well, you got Nickel Klockstad has, has mm-hmm. played oh, yeah. He's unreal. footy. Mm-hmm. Unreal. Um, You've got like your backup hooker and Havili, you know, that's that's a good Playing spot there. Very solid. Playing good mm. footy. Papali, like they're mm. they're just looking they're, huge. They look great. They're loaded. They're loaded. Yeah. yeah so they're they're in team. they're in a window. Jack Whiten, well. Whiteman, uh Whitehead, mm. Elliot Whitehead, like it's there's a lot of mm. lot of things to like about Tapani's back. back. Yeah. Tapani, yeah, there's a lot of things to like over at Canberra at the moment. And then oh, yeah, and there's a guy called Nick Kotrick and Jordan <laughs> Rapana that plays in that team. Yeah, true. Yeah. When your wing is and uh Josh and just to keep naming all the Canberra Raiders players, Josh Hodgson yeah. will be back for the finals too. Yeah. So I think it's who uh, else have we missed? Hudson Young, well, Bailey Simonson, yeah, Simonson, Simonson, uh, JJ been, Collins, Jared Croker. Oh. Everyone forgets about Sam him. Williams. Everybody forgets Aiden, him. You know what? Aiden Caesar, Aiden Caesar was fantastic on Friday night. It was. I think so. That we've named probably twenty. And Raiders Stick fans. came out and said, "Oh, I just had a feeling that uh, Caesar just had to play this game." Mm. He's like Sam Williams played last week, and they're both really good, but. I just had a feeling he could do something in this game, and yeah, he, he did. did. Yeah. So you got so, him. Yeah. yeah. Look, so, I wouldn't be surprised if both of those teams yeah. make a full tilt. All right, year. Benny G, that's your bold prediction of the year. If that comes off, well, Canella Raiders. Yeah, yeah get on that. What, what's that paying? Let's get on that. We'll figure that out. Can we have a Sporting week. Woods betting account? Yeah. We'll just throw ten dollars or something. <laughs> uh, we allowed well, to do that. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I suppose. But don't throw ten dollars on this team. This team is this week's Limpic Team of the Week, and that is the Warriors. Oh my god! And um, special mention that we've put both the NRL and NBA. It was too poetic not yeah, to do it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Luke, you had some pretty strong views on. Oh, the look, Warriors. I just think the Warriors. Against a Melbourne team at home, uh, just they just didn't look. They looked hopeful, uh, hopeless. Just I was just I was so disappointed by the Warriors. Um, I mean, the, the Melbourne had lost a player in, in the bin. They weren't able to capitalize. Um, just just everything. I, I haven't even got my notes on me right now, but I'm telling you right now, they were fucking awful. I mean, to be up. Oh well, they were up ten two yeah. at halftime or something like that, and then went. Just before the break, and then after the break, and then just went on with it. I think it was twenty-two unanswered points or something like that. Yeah, like just and just looked awful. And like, did Brody Croft go off? He did. Yeah, yeah, they this lost was, Croft. Yeah, as well. So they lost their what halfback? Yeah, this he played was, at seven. Or is it well, seven? it was oh. a little bit of a mix, and that that was kind of what I was going to bring up out of this game. Was it like Cabram or something. No, they um Smith played a lot of seven. Mm. And they brought Brandon Smith on Pappenhausen. Yeah, Pappenhausen. Yeah, Pappenhausen came well. on early. There's, yeah. So, it Bellamy didn't really play like you're the halfback, you're mm. the fullback, and it was just like Munster do everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was like Smith, you can just lead him around and then pass it to Munster and Pappenhausen. So the the yes, the Warriors were extremely disappointing, but the turning point with in that game was when Croft went off mm. because when Brandon Smith came on and then Cameron Smith went out and played a bit more first receiver, they looked like the Melbourne of old. Mm. And by the Melbourne of old, I mean from 18 months ago, so, <laughs> you know, where it was just that you could see there was deliberate actions in the structure and, and all this, all that sort of stuff, but it does open up for Munster and Pappenhausen and Jerome Hughes, mm. you know, yeah. those guys with that, that X factor and that can play off the cuff. So it's really dangerous. So what's going to happen yeah. For the Storm Spine, it's going to be very, very interesting. So, last year, same sort of deal. Croft 
started the first five games, I think got dropped. Riley Jacks came in, friend of the show. We'll talk about him later. And um, performed really well. And then Croft was barely seen for the rest of the year, for the yeah. most for the most part. I think uh, Jerome Hughes filled in a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there was, you know, but that game really, from a, from a onlooker's perspective, well, gee, they looked a lot better when Croft went off. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a, a big... Well, big headache, but a po- you know a positive headache for for Bellamy Bell, as yeah. as we move as we move uh, forward in the season because you can't keep Pappenhausen out for too much longer. No, and you've also got Drinkwater who played at East and they got pumped uh, in the Q Cup oh, really? yesterday. But you know there's there's an opportunity to maybe offload and get and get an extra forward and and bring in the depth well, and really make a tilt. Did I see that was saying that there was talk of Drinkwater going to Cows? Yeah, um, and then I think Bellier. Squash that. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, well, there's yeah. There, everyone's gone to the Cowboys. Empire's gone to the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, that's so much room in the in the caps. Everyone, anytime that there's a D- player D-W-Z, up, yeah, down with yeah. Tennessee. He's Bulldogs. He's off to the Bulldogs. But Is there he was really? chat, yeah, it was chat that yeah. any any outside bag yeah, was right. going to the Cowboys. Go to the Cowboys. Considering Cowboys down now, so we've yeah. got Morgan playing at fullback. Yeah. So anyway, it's no Cowboys. So yeah, I I think the Storm spine, yeah, could be a could be a bit of a question mark. But it's a luxury. It's not a. Yeah, it's not it's a burden like yeah. some other teams throughout the NRL. Correct. Um, we have a new <laughs> world <laughs> heavyweight champion. <laughs> the Gold Coast Titans. <laughs> what? <laughs> Running the team. Second last. The team that could potentially be last <laughs> as you as you uh, listen to this podcast because the um, Bulldogs and the Dragons are yet to play. Have you seen on um, Foxtel how they've been sending up this game? They're like, it's the biggest blockbuster on a Monday. Yeah. Dogs versus Dragons. Well, they are traditional rivals as well, but it's just not... It's it's not exactly... No. It's not a huge game, is it? No, in those in that period where they were both good, like twenty two thousand and what ten through yeah. twenty thirteen, that was or twenty fourteen. Even 20. back to your point, though, I'm pretty sure this weekend is Sharks versus Raiders. Pretty Ooh. sure. Pretty sure on Saturday night they're playing. There you go. I think just a grand final grand preview. Final preview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> first. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the Titans. Yes. Uh, we we've you know we shit on them, and and this is what we do at Sporting Woods. We, we, you we know, finch him. We finch him. We finch and him. and not only do we finch him, we talk about that we finch him. Yeah. Because, you know, it goes to show that we're actually experts over here. Yeah, I get that. Um, well, look, it just more than anything, lo- uh, the Broncos losing Dearden early yeah. uh, didn't help them. But then Turpin, obviously, was a- He played great. A, he played a phenomenal game. No yeah. one would have had him in dream t- in fantasy, surely. No. no one's super coaching Turpin. But goodness me, didn't he play well? Um and look, I think for the Titans, the biggest problem has been going to the break with a lead and then just not showing up in that second half. And for the first real time this year, they did. Mm. You know? So, yeah, I'll talk about the Broncos first. I just think with the young forwards, it was just hard to back up. And I do want to pay special mention to my one of my favorite um, NRL players, Alex Glenn, who, in my opinion, yeah, is one of the most, if not the most underrated NRL player of the last 10 years. Yeah, I could see He just always shows up, always does a job, never lets you down. Scores The amount of times he scores a try at Suncorp is unbelievable. Yeah. And that's why I originally loved him because back when the Broncos, you know, were killing it, well, you know, 10 years ago, they had like theme music for their 
School yeah, of the Tribes and Alex Glenn's theme song was I that. think I'm cute. Oh. I know. No, it, it was uh, Rick Ross, oh. Hustlin', which <laughs> is my favourite song of all time. So that's why I jumped on the Alex Glenn <laughs> band. That's your favourite song of all time. Yeah. Every, every time they like, played, first try score, Alex Glenn. Every time I went to Suncorp, you, you know, throughout on, uni, on I'd always put $10 on Alex Glenn first try score just so I can hear Now, Rick Ross song. is uh, hustling, hustling. Every day I'm hustling. hustling. Every day yeah. I'm hustling. Okay. Yeah, that's just yeah. you in a, in a nutshell, yeah, mate. Yeah, that, that's, that's how it all began. Every, every day. So, yeah, mate. shout out to Alex Glenn. Congratulations on your 250. 250. Well done. Um, I just think the young forwards from the Broncos backing up just couldn't do it. And, yeah. look, that's experience. They'll, be, they'll look, be fine. Don't they'll start a game that... Like, don't start expecting you're going to win the game. Yeah. yeah. They just didn't look themselves. Well, one... Typical origin Broncos. Yeah. Well, that and... I'm If I'm a Broncos fan, I'm worried about the round 16 bye week because they're going to have their players out. They'll have Fafita out. They'll have Galway, Payne Haas. You're already running at a minimal when it comes to your forward pack. I mean, and then what? Like, Darius is going to step up? Like, the bloke that tripped over... When um, yeah, that was poor. When Roberts went like literally, like he was five meters away from the bloke, and he tripped over. It's like he's just breaking ankles. I can't. <laughs> ankle he's break. trying too hard. It's some ankle support. He's yeah, trying, trying too hard. hard. Yeah, obviously. Um, he gets his own segment. The idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, for the Titans, um, news came out throughout the week that Ash Taylor's really struggling with his mental health, so he Spends was granted granted leave. Oh, I think it'll be multiple weeks, oh, and really? I think particularly after this performance, he may struggle to get back in the side. Yeah. I think, and what I believe watching that game is the addition of Riley Jacks into the halves is is beneficial for the team. And the reason is he's a steady hand. Yeah. He just, he's a Melbourne disciple yep. and he just gets stuck in. Has his job. Really straightens it up. And that's what Ash Taylor- And a good defense. Yeah. Mm. Ash Taylor really tries to play play yeah, the sides and, and all yeah. that sort of- Riley Jacks is just running it. And it allows someone like Tyrone Roberts- Who's a com- look? He's a confidence player. Yeah, he needs he needs the team rolling forward to really excel. And look what happened when the forwards are going and uh, the direction that Jax was giving the forwards and the whole team, you know, the the team as a whole, really allows Roberts to play. You know, I don't I don't think I've ever said this on this go. podcast, but plays his natural game Ooh. of you know, yeah, you can do that in rugby though. I think yeah. he, a lot better than you can in say cricket. Cricket, but it allowed him to play. You know. Off, off the cuff and, and, you know, with his natural flair. Yeah. And that's Sean because he was – Tyron Roberts was the best player, but I think it was the addition of Riley Jackson to that side that really impacted their performance. Yeah. So, oh, cool. I think Ash Taylor's going to really struggle to get back into this side uh, the way that it's set up now. It's a question. I, I think he should struggle to get back in, but I think – they're just going to put him back in. Out of salary. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was because, going to say. Because of how much he earns. And how this, much does he earn? Yeah, how long? Like, what's his contract? I think you'd have at least two more two years. Two years on it. It's a million dollar contract, isn't it? Yeah. Or, yeah, something crazy like mm. that. Um, very similar to Sean Johnson. Because there's talk like, do we keep Flano and just keep the hot hand rolling? Mm. But, you know, you take him out. You can't. You can't it's Sean due Johnson. Due to salary. There's yeah. a difference between Sean Johnson and Ash Taylor, I think. Oh, like, agreed. Yeah, but it was, it's the same yeah, argument. Same, same like, argument, but I the think The replacement's that, one of the main reasons why they're- Yeah, you know, they go forward. I just well. think Sean Johnson, SJ, yeah, yeah. you can't mm. keep SJ out. So, yeah. He's I'm, too handsome. I, um, look, and f- look, full disclosure, Riley Jacks is a friend of the show. So, uh, shout out. But uh, he did play a really great Big game. Big shout out. 
I wasn't aware that he's a friend of the well, show. Well, I played cricket with Riley Jackson. Did you really? Yes, back he's, in the day. So he's and actually a friend of the show. Uh, th- not the, to say that all of our friends of the show are friends no. of the because they are. Yeah, obviously I'm using of friends of the friend of the show lightly. Like an actual no, that's so literal. That that's as close to friend of the show that we've come to. to who's two fun facts? Oh, okay. Number one, I played cricket with Riley Jackson for two years, representative, like like junior cool. club rep. Cool, cool, cool. Second fun fact, Benny G and I played junior rugby league with his older brother, Reese, who currently plays for the East Tigers in the uh, Intrust Super Cup and had also had a stint with the Toronto Wolfpack. Oh, really? Stint. Yeah. So mm-hmm. a little bit of a- And the dad um, used to coach us. Yeah. And Terry. Oh, well, so he's- Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to say it now. He's probably- Yeah. He's definitely a friend of the show. Yeah. Well, so um, they, I'm sure they listen and everything. Oh, well, where do they get their feedback from? What? I don't know. Are you trying to segue to Benny G's fantasy feedback? A little feedback? bit, kind okay. of. Well, I wasn't, but I am now. The worst, <laughs> the worst, say, uh, the worst segue for the most informative segment. Of it all, Benny G, fantasy feedback. Now, it's been a brutal fortnight. In Mate, it's been, I am, I am, yeah. Uh, I'm feeling the pain of the last few weeks. Yeah, I think I end up having ten players play in the bye week when I had initially planned for about 15 to 16 just through to injury and players getting named for origin that I didn't want to and Cameron Murray people and getting dropped two weeks out yeah Bateman but, those were two oh Bateman yeah Bateman you trade out and comes back, back four in. rounds yeah. well comes back in and obviously smashes and it, kills so. it scores a try yeah that was that was a bit brutal I went Cameron Smith over Bateman thinking mm. uh, for the for the bye week uh, and it's not a bad call. He still did all right. But, yeah, I just wish I'd have gotten on that, mm. that bandwagon. And then Sam Burgess did the same thing to me. I got off him because I knew he was going into for the um, surgery, but then he played last week and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, probably not a bad idea getting off him though because he well, ended up only scoring. On yeah, and you, you did better because yeah. Smith outscored him by 30-odd points. Yeah. And then, yeah, obviously the week after Origin, the week that just went – there was, was you had no idea who was going to play. Yeah. So you had to kind of play early people. So I wasn't going to play Burgess, but then I was just so afraid that all these Origin players wouldn't play. Yeah. I had to just put them on the park. Yeah. And then obviously ends up getting Sinbin, which wasn't the greatest, but then he scores so a late try, try which late just really, back. really helped him. Yeah. So what happened with Clint Gutherson? Because I- oh, He got-, got Yeah. KTFO'd. Yeah. Got, it was a like uh, kick through. Minute. Dugan went to- He went to tackle- Dugan, I think, who was trying to go for the ball, yeah. and he hit his knees and his head on it, just smacked oh on the ground, and God. HIA didn't come back. Because I, I, I missed that game. I must he got, admit. He got knocked zero. out. Knocked the fuck out. And uh, a cheapy Tommy Dearden as well, out in the second minute or third minute. Yeah, well, that was that, was that killed me because he was him. a he was a popular for round sixteen pickup. Yeah. He was, and I, mm. I switched him out for Cade Cast for the um for the bye week that's just mm. been, mm. and he performed. Okay, I think yeah. as well. He did, he did awesome, love. Yeah, in the did. bye week, he did. He absolutely killed yeah. it. Yeah, so that was that was a big play for me. And then you did yeah. really well in that bye week, actually. I did it up against the bye week itself. Um, yeah. So I was really proud of my eight hundred points against mm-hmm. the two hundred. So mm-hmm. yeah, me and me and uh, Pabudu are uh, neck and neck this week, uh, which is which is exciting because mm-hmm. we still got um, one game to play. That's it, as of the recording. Yes, not sure yet. Oh yes, so, yes, that's right. All right, what have you got for us, Benny G? So I've got a few um, cheapies that are on the bubble this week. Um, it was a bit hard to like track down everyone's scores because it was still in lockout, but I've got Brent Naden at Penrith. Yeah. Um, the only problem with all these 
cheapies that are on the bubble, they don't play round 16. So you kind of have to weigh up whether you care about the buy or if you've got enough trades or enough people already playing 16 that you can go for them. So I'm probably not in position where I can go for this cheapie. Yeah. But he um, scored 34 and 52, have about a negative 14 break even available in the center wings, which is probably where you probably have a few people that are peaking that you probably could just get rid of and make some cash. Um, and he's playing playing pretty well. It looks like I don't think he'll lose his spot there because I think there's still a few injuries to the two centers, and I think they're still a few weeks out, so he may, may make a bit of money. And then I've also got two boys at Souths, Connor Tracy and Billy Britton. Mm. Um, Britton seems to be sort of just playing off the bench, and then he will only play if Cook doesn't play. So it's a bit of a risk. If you've got him, you might make a bit of money with Cook being rested after Origin. So probably a good play, probably not the best one to bring in, but he did score a 73 in the bye week. So if you did have him from that, well done. Connor Tracy also got 84, but then the last game, he only got four. Yeah, he had a he shocker. had a bit of a shocker, and they, they pulled him. That first game, though. He yeah, he looked, absolutely he killed amazing. it. Amazing, and then yeah, not so much. Was that Tracy? Yeah, yeah. He got the one point in the uh, Sweezies last week. Yes, Ooh, he did. Nice. He looked fantastic. And then thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. He got one point. I actually <laughs> did listen, and it, I like how informed and like direct your podcasts are on your own, like without all the bullshit around you. I was well, like, man, this makes, this makes way more sense. Like it, it's actually like cohesive. Well, he can't throw the bullshit himself. Yeah. yeah. That's, well, obviously you haven't listened to one of my episodes on my own. Tim? Yeah. I, well, that's, that's, that's the level of my bullshit when I'm on my own. I'm just going to sidetrack my own thought here. Like, <laughs> it's not not happened. I'll like, go on a 15 minute tangent. <laughs> so but the yeah. thing about being an edgelord is no. Edgelord. <laughs> 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 So there, there are other few um, cheapies in the bubble, but they're probably the only ones of note because a lot of them are just kind of bench players or they don't play 16, so you probably won't want to get them in. But I think Naden's probably the best one if you are looking for some cash generation. Um, if Tracy does play this week, so they, they surely have to put him in there unless they play, I don't know, unless they just bring Cody Walker back and then they keep Dwayne or Dewey or whatever you want to at seven. Mm. So he might not actually play, so just keep an eye on Right. For that one. Um, then I've got just your guns that you just have to bring in unless you, you probably already own them. Uh, the first one, you may not own him because he has been injured for quite a while, which is John Bateman. Yeah. Will be 550K at the end of this lockout, around about. And he has his 21 out of his rolling average. So he'll have a pretty low break even. Um, he's he's just looking on fire. Um, yeah, I know. The I think he scored 81 this week. And that does include a, a try that he kind of, I don't know. He kind of set it up himself because yeah, he put he kicked the kick through, through yeah. and then CNK just sort of popped it up to him. Like he just gets things done. He just makes the team look better. Mm. Um, yeah, so he got 81. So he still scores about a 64 even without that try, which is what you want. And you could put him in your center wing. So it's just, it's just, yeah. If you want to yeah. clog up that center wing with he's a players must. that are going he's, to score, he's a must for the end of the... So unless you get him it. coming up to the buyers, it's just a risk you take whether you care about round 16 or not. I might have to just give round 16 a miss, I think. I think yeah, because if you're gonna, if you, you need to bring him in this week. If you're yeah. playing head-to-head, you need to bring him in this week if you don't have him. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, I'm going overall. Probably the best player in Supercoach at the moment is my boy, JT13, Tal Malolo. <laughs> Tal Malolo. 94, 93, 138, and 93 are his last four <laughs> scores. He has been playing huge minutes, and I think mm. that's a lot to do with a few injuries that happened during the game. But, but origin-wise, he's just... He's, right. a, he's, and a he's, just, and he's a must. He's a must. The 93 scored yesterday or the day before. He didn't even score a try. It's just mm. 
Yeah. It's just from offloads. It's just from just running three hundred meters. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he's got, the only problem is that he's going to be about seven hundred and sixty thousand. So if you've got him, bloody great expensive, job if you and, he's, and he's also got a break even of fifty. Mm. So he's going to go. He could he could hit eight hundred if he has another huge game. Mm. Um, so you probably need to bring him in, but you need to outweigh the risk of not having him and getting him at a cheaper price, and then missing out on his points. Mm. If yeah. you've got another player that you could sort of clog for the time being. Maybe do that, but I I really want to get him in. Well, the Cowboys play the Tigers this week, and and historically, Tal Malolo is just absolutely dominated. Beast, so right. I like it will not shock me if his price goes up again mm. after that game. So I think from just adding yeah. that insight into his history against the Tigers, I think really this is it, or wait off wait until, until after round sixteen. But even yeah. then, in, even then, I don't know. Yeah, because Bateman and Tamalolo are those guys that you got to have, but they both have already played the, the bye week. week. So yeah. it's a it's a huge that's risk. Your, and that's what you're saying. That's yeah. that's your way up. And they're what you want. They're two players that I will be getting and just carrying through the buys. Yeah, yeah. Even if I, yeah, yeah. So you just I think have we're to just get gonna have to wear that one. Um, Lolo is also just like a standard captaincy option each week. Yeah, yeah. No, no. All I, mean, I, I risked it this week. Yeah, and and Cook is. Maybe yeah. post origin. Yeah. He's, not he, right now. he's a bit he's, sore. He's, he's too sore. Yeah. Exactly. He didn't right. play 80 minutes on the I weekend. Went and this week and another player it. that's going to be a little bit cheaper is um, Andrew Fafita. Oh, Fifi. Scored 91 on the weekend, included, in, included a try. I did hear a stat actually before last week that the Eels concede the most tries to eight and 10. So your props. Really? So I actually put a first try scorer bet on him. He got the second try. I was a bit <laughs> oh. fuming, but Cash he did back? score. No, I didn't go. I didn't go cash back or each way. I was. I thought about it. Bronson Cherry did score, and he's in my. He was in my team, so I was yeah. pretty happy about yeah, that. Yeah, it's, like, it's a happy, happy sad. But yeah, if you got, if you are playing, if one of your props is playing the Eels, not a bad shot to put a captaincy option on him. Um, he'll be about five hundred and seventy k. He only played forty five minutes on the weekend because he only had so to play forty five minutes. Cheap. So yeah, he's, he, he was about five thirty before this week. Right, I'm gonna have to get on that. Yeah, um, he does play the he round does 16, play round 16. Oh, so, so he's a he's, a, he's an absolute he's an must. Absolute have. Need master. to bring him in, right? I'm gonna have to. I don't. I don't want to get. He plays prop, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know if I've got it in me to take out my boy A. a. Tolman, but I might you, have to spend you, some cash there. No, find. I'll find find some, some rearrangement. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I am. Yeah, my, you my, keep Tolman. My Tolman's my uh, my team's. I've I've worked so hard for the twelve by, mm. and now I'm just like, oh, now what do I well, do? Well, the thing that's going to help us is that at the end of next week, it's between round fourteen and fifteen. You get five trades. That's where the super round that's is. That's the super round. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that is going to. I'm because after that, I think I've only got sixteen or so trades left. Yeah, I think I'm around that. Like I'm, I'm going to go hard through this. Yeah, I think that's and I'm just, just going to stick and pick. Try and survive the, yeah. the last eight rounds or pick so. Pick and stick, I should say. Yeah. Um, and then the players that you probably need to get looking towards the buyers. You've got Cam Smith, five hundred eighty-five k. Um, probably didn't get as many base stats on the weekend because he did didn't play fully in the middle at the hooker. He did mm. play a bit of seven, but he got two tries, so he got like yeah, eighty-one. Cool. And the only the other option at hooker um, is Cam McInnes. Um, he's yep. averaging sixty seven at the moment. Just not a bad cheap off the back of a hundred hundred points. He's actually the, around the same price. Yeah, I was oh, going to really? say he's not that yeah, cheap because he's, he's been he's been seventies, eighties, He's getting tries. He's actually getting a few t- attacking stats lately. Okay, which he in the past has just been your tackles and that's all. But he's actually been, yeah. <laughs> um, so there you, you kind of if all you've right. already got Cook there, you kind of need to go one or the other. Um, uh, an option do if you do have, which is what I've done. I brought in Havili for round twelve. 
Yep. What I'm going to do, because Havili is a second row as well, move. is move him down to second row and then trade out one of my second rowers, like Corey Harawir Nair, who isn't playing anymore because <laughs> he got dropped, into one of these hookers, mm, which right. is an option that I, I think a few people, if you did bring Havili in, yes, yeah. it's I, a really good idea. I noticed that too. I've got Payne Haas, mm. who might fall off, but you know who I've got? Sam Burgess. That's actually who. Yeah, my, so that, that's who will go. So that, I dropped yeah. Burjo so for, I'll take, for Cam Smith. I'll, but I've got to put, yeah, I've got Papali in the front row or Tapao in the front row so I can swap Burgess to the second row. Yeah. Uh, uh, Havili down, Havili to, second down to second row trade in for a hooker. Yeah. I've still got 60 grand left. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. So, so in that case, you would, uh, and this is what I'll probably end up doing, but it's like that Marty Tapao in for Fifi sort of, sort of range. Oh, I've got both. Yeah. See, I've Who got else you got in your um, forward line? Well, Tolman, Tapao, Payne Haas, and Kamakamika. It's probably going to have to be Haas. Yeah. He's, paying, he's, he's, he's pretty high. Can you too. move, can you move any of them down to second row? Um, I don't believe so because my, my second row is Tom, Tom Alolo, uh, Murray, Sean Lane, Parsi, Fafida, Orbo. Well, maybe Lane. Yeah, maybe Lane. Yeah, Lane's probably the... I'm looking at punting Lane. He was the one I was going to trade out for the Havili switch, but now that Harawir Nair isn't playing... Yeah, well, I mean, gone. we could spend 10 minutes talking about the tactics of the Bulldogs, but yeah. I'm going there. That's your it. Time. Uh, other ones... That I'll quickly name off. Uh, Tohu Harris, averaging about 60, available at 490K, available in your second row. You've got Anthony Milford, who the got Milf. out of- I brought him in this week, actually. Did you pl- really? Because I, I had to, because Ponga wasn't playing and I needed a 5 You bastard. Um, got out of jail with a try in the 78th minute. Yeah. I saw classic, that as soon as I saw- Classic Benny G. As soon hey, as I saw Milford go over, I was like, there's bastards that got him. I think his last game against the Titans, he scored about 160. So I was like, it's worth it. He's, his, his actually next six games are Eels, Knights, Sharks in 16, Warriors, Dogs, and Titans. So it's okay. not yeah, a bad- Favorable draw. Not a bad draw. So I just, it was either him or Moylan I had to bring in. Mm. I couldn't take Moylan. And Moylan did have a shock, mm. so I was happy. Um, Talks Tokiahau at um or SST is what other people call him at um the Roosters. He's averaging sixty three. He will kick for goal in round sixteen because Latrell won't be there against the Tigers. Against the Tigers, so, so it should so be an easy win. Easy win. Cricket, cricket and he's there. only available at five hundred and ten k. So he's a and he's available in front row and second row. I love Tokiahau. Sure. I just as a player, just in general, he's just he's a, brilliant. He's just a fantastically consistent player. Uh, Brunson Sherry, if you don't already have him, you scored have. 134 and 104 in the last two. Yep. He'll have a negative 58 break even. He is priced at about 490k, but if he keeps playing the way he does, he will go even higher. Considering he was like and he'll basement. play 16, he was basement. He was 168k. Yeah, yeah, so it's just phenomenal. His last two games, he's yeah. just absolutely killed it. Yeah. Um, you've also got one you got to kind of watch out for is Ryan Madison. Mm. Um. May get an origin jersey, so just hold out until round 16 if you want to bring him in. I think he will. And I think for we didn't, origin talk, two, we didn't talk about him yeah. in the recap, but I think one for Madison because Madison play, can play six. Can play anything, yeah. Yeah. So, he, I mean, if if everything's really favorable and doesn't make it, yeah. he's someone you probably need to bring in I for round there 16. Was, there was talk about like whether Fanukin gets a run as well. Yeah. And, and he's, he's, he's another one. Yeah. Fanukin, because he's going to be, um, what I have him down here I, again because of team. his HIA game he got mm-hmm. seven points if he scores 60 next week which is where his average is he'll be right available at 440k yeah so that's so it just depends on origin mm-hmm. then for him. he wasn't the 18th and 19th man so I'm kind of thinking no. that 
depending on what happens in game two, that he should shouldn't make it in game three, but you just never know. Mm. Yeah. If the Blues win game two, sure he won't make it. No. And then Masters had a shocker on the weekend, kicks for goals. He's just a keeper in your centre wing. He hasn't. He should have scored yeah. a try. I did not know how he didn't get that ball well, down. Well, yeah, I'm kind of glad Luke told me not to do Back to the Future because there was going to be a 15 minute rant about the Tigers. But he's he's not tackling, and he's he's he looks like he's low on confidence. Yeah. So I I've got him in my super coach. Like from a super coach perspective, I've got him in my team. Yeah. But oh man, I don't like. Because I've chewed up a lot of trades, I really want to trade him out because I'm not confident in the way the Tigers are playing moving forward. Yeah, Keep him for round 16. If he's still not producing by then. Get him out. Get yeah. him out. Fair call. Um, other ones that aren't playing, two more that I've got that aren't playing the Bob you need to watch out for. Tommy Turbo, he's back. Mm. He had his third game. He will go up in price even though he scored 62 and he's priced at 690K. He'll go over 700. Doesn't play 16, so... That's no concern. Try and bring him in. He's pretty much the best super coach player in the game because his game just suits everything suits super coach is about. Because didn't still, look fantastic because he still looked a little bit injured, so he was yeah. kind of hobbling around. But that's just the way he is all the time. Because um, oh, Roger RTS uh, didn't have a very good game. No, um, on that. So I'm thinking I'm going to hold on to him until 16. the 16, and then I'll I'll see what I can and do that, about training out for pump. pretty much what. Everyone will be doing. I, I did forget to mention Roger. He's scored 40 and 28 in the last two games. So he will come down a lot in price, although he plays Gold Coast this week. So if any team to turn it around, it is It'll against Gold Coast unless they play like they did in the weekend. Yeah. The last play I just want to mention, Nathan Brown from the Eels. Oh, the Brown source. Scored 51 of 45 minutes from the bench. Could oh. be available for under 500 gate, 500,000 if he starts off the bench for the next few games. Doesn't play around 16. But once he starts getting sixty-five plus minutes, he is a keeper. Yeah, we super coach gold. We spoke about this earlier in the year, where when Parramatta made that run in twenty seventeen, he was playing eighty minutes, or yeah. if not eighty, it was like seventy. So I think he could be a really good pickup for the could run be a pod for mm. the run home. I yeah, and I, I imagine if he is starting and playing at lock, everyone will be getting him. Yeah, yeah. Thank nice. you very much, Benny G. Lots to think about, and next week will be an even more. Crucial week. Hmm. Uh, moving over to the scores. Uh, now, there's still one game, game, in hand. game in hand, but doesn't look like anyone's really going to take over. But no, anyway. I've lost my game. Um, uh, the basket straight-ins um, with a closer-than-expected win against the bye week Jimmy's Jets. Padubu, uh, but no, not Padubu. Poobadu comes up with a... Uh, uh, a good win against Polo's Del Sombrero. Um, Joe's Guns, again, underrated team in this competition, takes out a, a convincing win against the Stingers. Um, That's a huge one, that one. Uh, Jimmy, with his uh, team that he's really working it's on. the rebuild, mate. Looks like he's going to potentially could score less than uh, Jimmy's Jets. <laughs> yeah, oh, maybe not. Jimmy, he's working on his team and apparently, you know, Two weeks away from being two weeks away, still terrible. Um, <laughs> Benny G in a thrashing there, and uh, the GCGs look like they might get second highest score of the week, uh, despite playing Kalen Ponga because oh. I was too slow. I was on on my phone like trying to press the button and I stuffed it up, and then I saw him. They were running out, and I saw him there. I was like, "Oh, trade out, trade out!" You know, sub out, sub out, and it was already locked. So, um. A good win against Dano. 
1116 to under a thousand. You had a great week this week, Tim. Yeah, no, I had a really good week. Captain Lolo. And if and if have Garth, did you? No, uh, yeah, see, no. I had Garth. I've got to move. Yeah, yeah. me. Stags was my cheapie. I bought him in this week. He was, good, he was a good cheapie, right up to 16. Because, yes, yeah, Seabold is a Stags man. He is a Stags man. I brought in um, you and Aiken actually for round 16. Uh, with the fantasy, we won't have the scores, will we? Uh, no, 12. No, no, we won't sure. have the scores. Let's just wait on that one. Yeah. What do you want? Oh, God. No, I spoke about it last week. I'm sh- oh, what am I on currently? Yeah. Round 13, 682. Do you know you're on that? Well, oh, I had Sherry as the captain. Oh, no way. Remember, I was telling you I had Sherry. <laughs> I just kept it because I haven't been looking at my team. And yes, Sherry's oh captain gosh. 148. <laughs> what a joke. Yeah. Classic. Start calling you jokes, But mate. then I had four people that didn't play. So, you know. Oh, okay. Well. Because I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm out. Up. I'm out. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to the tipping uh, with a game in hand. Uh, I, I don't actually have the tipping on. Oh, okay. Up, Sorry. Up I'll, I've got it. Again, with a, with a game in hand. Mate, this is like, uh, Ooh, I don't know what I was shit. thinking when I, I made my decisions, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but I know that on, on the buzzer, just before the game started, I switched from Parramatta to the Sharks. I thought that was going to be my sexy pick. And then I I, I, I got Christ. I got cold feet and I changed to the Sharks. Great decision. And then about three minutes before the kickoff for the uh, Penrith Roosters game, Penrith were my sexy pick and then I went and I got cold feet and then I went to the Roosters and then regretted it and Katie was like even last night she was sitting there being like are you alright like what have I done something and I was like no I've got the shits because I tipped fucking Penrith and then on the fucking eve I changed it to the Roosters uh, yeah I mean I really wanted to Most tip Newcastle I really wanted to tip Penrith mm. but it didn't happen um, wish I had it. I tipped I did tip Newcastle oh, yeah all right, so we'll go again. We'll start from the bottom. Uh, no, no changes at the bottom. Mickey Free, the new cat in Shalimar, and myself uh, still anchored to the bottom, but no um, buy. Uh, no, not bias. No jokers. No jokers. Uh, Vilkins currently losing the round. No, no, he's not losing the round, um, but is falling well off the pace now. He's five behind the leader, 67. Uh, Polo's Del Sombrero. Good Make week this week. Making, Making a move. some moves. I should have I should have been five. I should have been five. And um and Katie and Jess, the girls, both, both have dropped slipped. The dogs. Jess is fucking she fuming. <laughs> <laughs> For someone who doesn't care. <laughs> no, no, oh no, she I, yeah, I know, I know. She cared and then didn't care and then did a little dance and now she's back to not caring. <laughs> because yeah, she had two weeks. She had those weeks where she was on top and she was she was picking pods. And I was like, why would you pick that? And then yeah, she it ended up going her way. Now she keeps doing that. Oh, Picked the tigers like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I said, why'd you tip the tigers? She said, I don't know. I thought they'd win. I was like, what makes you think, mate? Anyway. <laughs> hey, she's been doing that with all those other ones. That yeah, is true. I know, yeah. And we're true. like, what are you yeah, doing? Oh, you gotta trust the process, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. You gotta trust so, yeah, the process. So yeah, but she's only used one joker, so you know, it's not it's not all doom and gloom. She's one. Jesus Christ. Sorry? Yeah, she's, she's only used one and she's still twice. I know, yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. I need to get like a seven to be any any chance. Yeah, for And then you'll still be five. Yeah. Oh no, you'll be closer. Yeah. And then um Dano killing it this week. Dogs of War. Strong five. Yeah, one off yeah, five could potentially be six for the round, which would be a resounding sort of win for the round. Yeah. Motherfucker. And um You think you know a guy. You think you know a guy. (laughs) And then leading the competition still JT, but has used all three. 
I'm not too sure. On a close margin, has, too, of yeah. one point. So it is pretty close. Like, I mean, there's five points separate all the teams that have used all the teams that have used buys. My favorite bit about the tipping so far has been that I'm in the work comp and I'm actually coming second in the work comp. Um, and it's because there's no jokers, it's quite regimented and it makes sense, da, da, da. And then we go across the sporting woods and it's fucking chaos. Yeah, like, it's you're like, just absolute jokers, like, chaos. Yeah. <laughs> It just makes me so proud that I, I made that decision. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, you're welcome. You are welcome. All right. Uh, moving over to everyone's favorite segment, the Sweezies. The Sweezies. Now, there wasn't really any, like, I didn't couldn't no. think of many honorable mentions. I agree. Uh, no. Oh. no, there really there really wasn't. Cam Sherry, Sherry played really well. Yeah. Played and really Cam Munster played great in Origin. Yeah. Gagai played great in Origin, but, like, Club land. Yeah, from, from a club perspective, there wasn't that much. So that that's why we've only got one rugby league. I was going to say, it's like, <laughs> we're only taking from club land and then the yeah, other two yeah. are uh, not you know, rugby league. But anyway. So one point goes to Tyrone Roberts. Uh, I, I think thought that's he, a good call. Yeah, and look, he was the best player in the NRL um, this last week. Best forehead in the NRL too. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, and and we spoke at length about you know how how you know really straightening up their attackers yep. has allowed him to, right. to play around the edge. It led that he, like he that that try he scored. He was straight, and then Jag left and just left Darius for yeah. dust. It was but, incredible, and that that's been a big criticism of the Titans. They're trying to play around instead of forward, and yeah. you know they're not they're not winning that ruck battle and blah blah blah. So yeah, I mean he had to get a point. Um, and he would have got a point if there was better performances anyway, but he was the best of the round in the NRL. Uh, two points uh, goes to Australian no. hero Nathan Coulter-Nile. And you the reason is- not. Yeah, the reason is, I want to I wanna, just want, want everyone to listen to this quote he said the day before the game against the West Indies. Starkey will- uh, This is about Chris Gow. Starkey will knock his pole off. No. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Such an edge lord. That's fantastic. The edge lord. Sorry. Starkey He's will knock, jerk him off. knock his off pole out. Off stump. There you go. It will be easy. Wow. You know he's going to hit you, hit your good balls for four and hit your bad balls for six. Just keep bowling as many good balls as you can and we'll stick a few up him. Hello. Big dog. I think you need to be aggressive at him. He's still smacking him, but he is getting older. I don't know if he's faced too much of Starkey and Paddy, or Pat Cummins, uh, recently, but they're bowling quick, so we'll see how he handles that early. Now, uh, if that that is that is the closest thing to firing a shot. Yeah. Since Glenn McGrath would just call out people randomly, and take, <laughs> but but see with Glenn McGrath, <laughs> he'd, he'd, he'd get him out. Yeah, he'd get him out. Yeah, warn him. It was it was a beautiful time to watch Australian yeah. cricket. And so Nathan Coulter-Nile, who's like good player Nostradamus but hasn't career. hasn't done anything on an international scale of yep. note yep not, not fires not. a shot off a Chris Gale <laughs> Jesus Christ Australia 4 for 44 5 for 60 whatever here's his opportunity and what does he do with it gets the highest international one day score of anyone lower than 7 in the history of one day cricket Really? Yep. Really, really? Oh, yeah. saves, How's that for a saves I really game. wish you got that 100. Yeah, oh. me too. Oh. It, was, it was shades of um, Agar in the Ashes. Yeah. Where literally everyone was... Just like, I think even England fans would have been... Yeah, we're like, begging for 100. Come on, that wasn't yeah. that great. Oh. So, yeah, 96. 92, wasn't it? 92, 92. 96, 92. Yeah, 92. No, yeah, it was 92 off 86 or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Huge game. Fantastic performance. And that's one of Australia's strengths is we bat low. 
Yes. So, but for him to say what he said, and then Go had and then the onions had the onions to come out, and then who got Gail out? Uh, oh, I can't even remember. Cummins, I think ago. it was. Anyway, knock his pole off. He definitely oh. he did. I'm pretty sure. I think he got bold. Yeah, controversial. Controversial. It? it was yeah. controversial because it was a new given out, given out, and uh, was only just clipping. He referred it, and it was. It would have been not out if the umpire said not out. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's the game. So, yeah, well, that is. So, yeah, Nathan Coulton-Nile, and you know, we said this about Stoin at the start. The big Stoin. There'll be the opportunity to make a. You know, it's a long World Cup now. Yeah. There's going to be opportunities for each individual to make uh, outstanding performance. Nathan coulton called his own shot at the start before the game even started and was able to back it up. The yeah. definition of the Sweezies. Mm. Agreed. He um, needs to back it up with better bowling now. He, yeah, well, even he came but out none, after. None for 70, I think. Yeah, he took a wicket overnight. but It's our weak spot is our bowlers three through five. Yeah. yeah it's, how, it's how India is really targeted. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed as well Jason Holder's uh, post-game uh, press conference where he's talking about the because there was five decisions that were made that were mm. incorrect, um, but just consummate professional. He really answered the question really well, and it wasn't blaming anybody. It was like that's just cricket, and and really just just showed himself as as what a leader he is for that team. And I'm glad that he's the captain of the West Indies, who really could make a tilt for it as well. Should really be. Everyone's sexy pick at this point, I think. Hmm. Um, they but, play aggressive. Yeah. And you, never know. Win you. you never know. New Zealand look really good as well. What was yeah. that? New Zealand? New Zealand, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah, but they, bro. I think they're like Australia, have a very heavy back end yes. to the semi final. So, again, yeah. this their, their start of the tournament was their opportunity to, to, to make bank in roads. Yeah. Whereas Australia's opportunity is now in, in this middle, middle section. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, I had that tough one against Afghanistan yeah. to begin with. And uh, three points. We've already spoken about her. Controversial. Oh, uh, look, it's not that controversial. Luke, Luke uh, I, breaking I, ground here. I am. The Barty Party gets three points for me. Yeah. Uh, although, obviously, not having a penis, controversial. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But that doesn't mean you can't show BDE. That's you right. know, like I think that especially like it's what encompasses like Zion Williamson, big dick energy. I think that just comes from you know, like it, it comes from it's within. Big dick. It's big dick, and and to have the have the onions to go out there and put on such a clinical show. Um, first person to do, you know, first woman to do it you know, in fifty years, or, you know, fifty five years or whatever it was for Australia. You know, it's just that's what it's all about, you know? I mean, besides from the first set in the semifinal, it was it was clinical and dominant mm. the whole way through. Yeah. And that and that's why she gets it, because not only was it a tremendous victory, you know, for Australia as a whole, the way in which she did it yeah. was just you know, she was locked in. Yeah. Even, especially Melbourne in focus. that final, just really just locked in. Um, and she was never going to lose that game. Yeah. Or lose yeah. that match, I should say. But yeah, so three points and, and rightly so. Yeah. Honorable mention to the uh, Batuta article about her winning. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Batuta, article, Batuta advocate remains undefeated. Because oh, I sent oh, this one through. You did send it through. This is just I just classic. forgot what it is. There's, I got something about a link between winning yeah, majors yeah. Oh, and not, not being, being an arsehole. Being a pelican. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's it. So there's there's three classic ones that have gone around this week. The first one, let me find it, is the Ash Barty victory. So link established between winning Grand Slams and not carrying on like a fucking pelican. <laughs> that, that's fucking great. Then the other one- Who'd have thought? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And it goes into it. And then they're like, Australian tennis are looking into yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> there's an investigative yeah. inquest. Yeah. The Just sec- having a true passionate love for the game. Yeah. Who would have thought? The, the second one um, was 
Parramatta Eels somehow managed to score an own try. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking classic. And I don't have the other one right in front of me, but it's like, Oh, there's a bit of a vibe in Newcastle right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The vibe's well and truly on a new end at six yeah. on the chart. So, Batuta Advocate remains undefeated. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, man. All right. Let's move it on to the shit sauce shootout. All right. Okay. All right. Ready? All right. Let's do it. The shit sauce shootout. So, um, I t- I've taken over the reins. Thank you, Luke, for uh, to me. Um, being relieved of your duties right. just for this week. So, so this week it's called the Good Sauce Shootout. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, sorry, like I just, just saw the joke. What are you saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rough. Yeah. So um, in light of uh, New Aussie hero Ash Barty, Daddy, um, this week's theme is athletes who have tried their hand at something else before going back to their original sport. Jared Hayne. No, Jared Haynes is not in any of these oh, questions. That was not an option. <laughs> that was too obvious. Um, so, obviously, um, Ash Barty uh, took a break from tennis to play... play uh, cricket. Not professional cricket, but semi-professional cricket. Um, played, for with, played for the Brisbane Heat um, before returning to tennis and just... Since she's returned, I mean, absolutely dominated. What a power cleanser. Yeah, exactly. So she credits her time away as being the biggest reason why she's successful now. So, <clears throat> Like when we jumped to NRL and then back to cricket, oh, man, yeah, stronger exactly. than ever. Yeah, oh, that's shit. Right. This that's next right. summer coming up, we're oh, going to fucking knock it kill up. Kill it. All right. <clears throat> so first question. And if you get it right, Vilkins, there's a bonus question. Oh, no. Um, as well. So current Australian rugby league coach Mal Meninga attempted what profession post playing career? Is it A, player manager slash agent, B, chef, or C, politician? Oh, oh, good. I thought this was going to be other sports. I, I know this one. Oh. Uh, it's politician. Yes. And what do you know about it? No, no, hang on. As a bonus question. Oh. Ooh. What do you know yeah, about it? <laughs> <laughs> what is a politician? Yeah. <laughs> what was the outcome of his political career? Do you happen to know without multiple choice? Yeah. I think I do. Okay. Oh, it's too great. Well, too. there's a number of the 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 outcome of his political career is that they like went to an ad break on the radio. Uh, they named uh, there's an award named after him. There's like a little trophy that they give for like the worst political like <laughs> mishap because it was a radio interview and he was like, oh. Why? Why do you think you'd like to be a politician, Mal? And he's like, "Oh, well, uh, I like the uh, the no, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm out." Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Good on him. Yeah. Good on him for not just being like, "Nah, well, no, nah, I should be in charge of people. I'm, you know, a coach. I'm a player." Yeah. yeah. Twenty eight seconds was his <laughs> Yikes, political career. Political career. So, um, twenty eight seconds. Yeah. Probably got paid a hundred thousand dollars by the politicians. Yeah. Yeah. Eleven thousand dollar bonus and, and got bloody pension out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Millennials. Yeah. Mal Lennials. Oh, good one. Ooh. I like it. But yeah, I think I think Mal made the right choice in, yes. in going back can I, to- Can I tell the exceptionally- more politicians would. They just yeah. go, oh, fuck this. Yeah, yeah. This isn't mine. Can I tell a real quick Mal story? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I was on a plane back from uh, Sydney one Question time. Question two. No, damn it. I'm telling my story. <laughs> I'm on a plane back from Sydney and you know when like you're on a plane and like you've got no choice, but you just like- you just got to fart. And I, I, I was like, this one's going to be okay. It wasn't okay. It was just an awful fart. Like 
one of those ones that you're like, I feel so bad for everybody. Was the was right the now. lane full? Was your I row was, full? I was in the middle. Oh mate, I know. Between How did two you not belly circulated mate. Oh, it was rotten. It was so bad. Anyway, at the end of the flight, I got up and Malmaninga was sitting behind me. <laughs> I stood up and he looked at me. And he knew that it was me, and I was like, "Fuck!" And he was like, mm, "You, you did that." Meninga smelled your insides. That's pretty. That's a sporting <laughs> move. Yeah, claim to fame. Wow. Uh, I saw Beaver Menzies at the airport that day as well. Again, a nod, and he gave me a nod back. It was a moment. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> sporting words, Beaver. <laughs> well, that's his name. Anyway, moving anyway. on. Question two: mm. Michael Jordan retired from basketball to try his hand at professional baseball in honor of his late father. What was the name of the minor league team that Michael Jordan played for? I think I got this one too without a multiple choice. I'm going, can I, going can strong. I, can I just list the team names because I spent I, time on this? Yeah, I, oh, okay. I spent time one. on this for a start. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Spent time on this for a start, and also these are the actual team names of minor league baseball teams. Oh, brilliant! So, <clears throat> is it A the Birmingham Barons, B the Montgomery Biscuits, C the Scranton Rail Riders, D the El Paso Chihuahuas or E, the Charleston River Dogs? Oh, shit, I don't. So it turns out I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the White Sox. So, I, so did I. No, that that was the major uh, league major team, but because he minor, never course, made it in the major leagues, majors. he played for a minor not league team. Not going to lie, my Michael Jackson knowledge is pretty much confined to uh, Space Jam. What about your Michael Jordan? <laughs> Michael Jackson. What about your Michael Jordan knowledge? Michael Jordan was in Space Jam? <laughs> what a save. I had to put that <laughs> What a save. Oh. I only got room in my life for one MJ. And up until recently where I had to make some serious changes from a documentary that I saw. I'd like to congratulate Michael Jordan for <laughs> coming to the top next career. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> and all his number one singles, yeah. Michael Jordan. Would you, would you like those team names again? Yes, please. Okay. I'm probably going to go for Biscuits, but yes. Okay. Is it A, the Birmingham Barons, B, the Montgomery Biscuits, C, the Scranton Rail Riders, D, the El Paso Chihuahuas, or E, the Charleston River Dogs? I'm going to go the Rail Riders because it's Scranton. It's, it's the only reason why. I'm going to go the River Dogs. I'm going to go the Change Chihuahuas. Tremendous. <laughs> It is A, the oh, Birmingham Barons. Ironically, the least ridiculous name ever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, pretty sure I have a jersey of theirs. But, oh, my God. Yeah. I think you do, too. Yeah, Black Barons. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From go. the uh, baseball. Yeah. Yeah, we wore it to a Snoop Dogg concert once. Yeah. You wore it to a Snoop Dogg concert. Very we went. Bad decision. Uh, we turned up and we were like, this is going to be a Snoop Dogg concert. So I wore my Boston, uh, Ray Allen Boston Celtics jersey. Michael wore the Black Barons jersey. Mm. We showed up, but it was also a major laser uh, concert. Oh. Oh, okay. So everyone was there. white people. A lot of white people. Yeah. A lot of like just wearing normal clothes. <laughs> we well, like, uh... <laughs> we're like, we got to turn this ship around. <laughs> but the good news is <laughs> when we went to go inside, turns out Luke had bought tickets for, for a Snoop Dogg gig on another day oh, in Sydney. another Sid- city. Sydney. I bought the tickets for the next week. So we didn't actually get to go to the concert. Yeah. Poor lady behind the desk was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Any chance we can get in anyway? Just, could you be real cool? <laughs> so we, we went home. You went home. Yeah. 
after all that thought went into the outfits. <laughs> Yep. This was I had a shirt on under my uh, Rayala jersey and I was like, I'm going to oh, take it right. off. Like immediately. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm not wearing a shirt under mine, so you got to fucking make this go, man. Oh, man. Oh, I'm sorry. That would have been fucking classic. Oh, it, I was, it was in stitches for about oh. three days. I can't believe I fully <laughs> repressed that. <laughs> Just back up to the surface. Oh, shit. <laughs> I would have been livid. Uh, that was Yeah, great. I would have been fuming <laughs> if uh, that was me. Like, And the guy, like, the bouncer, like, stamped us on the way out and we got about halfway home and oh, realized right. wait a minute he stamped us just we him. probably could have just, just, just walked yeah, around we probably you just got to walk change shirts and come back in sweet, yeah. we didn't even think about it too late now though oh yeah a bit too <laughs> only late. 10 years you're right Luke <laughs> is it all good thanks Craig I'm going to give Luke a break <laughs> <here. laughs> that was funny <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh man, I wish I was there. Next question. Okay. <laughs> so this is this is a little bit of a different style question. You need to match up players with teams. Okay. So Jardine. <laughs> so Matt Rogers, Wendell Saylor, and Lottie Takiri all left rugby league and all featured heavily in the 2003 Rugby Union World Cup. Match up the teams that these players returned to rugby league with. So the three players are Matt Rogers, mm-hmm. Wendell Saylor, and Lottie Takiri. Could you repeat that last name, please? Takiri. Oh yeah. Okay. That makes I sense. People, people I would remember that before. from rugby. What? Oh uh, four. Four. Something like yeah. that. Takiri. The key player to watch in this passage is Takiri. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they said his name. <laughs> Rocker Thoko. Rocker Thoko. Anyway, uh, the the three teams are the Gold Coast Titans, the West Tigers, and St George Illawarra Dragons. This, for rugby league fans out there, easy question. Very simple. <laughs> to Michael. But because- For I've, the boys. Yeah, yeah. For, sport, yeah, for the boys. Easy for the boys. <laughs> easy for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> for the Michaels out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt Rogers, yep. first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He sounds like a Tigers player. Okay. I don't know. Duh. Okay. Wendell Saylor. Well, what were the other two teams? The Titans and the Dragons. Wendell Saylor, Dragons, and uh, Lottie, uh, the last one. The Dragons. No, Wendell Saylor, Dragons, and Lottie, the Titans. Yes, sorry. Well, you got one right. You got one right. You got one right. I'll I'll take that. Yeah. I mean, I'm disappointed, but- So, the three's not bad. Matt Rogers- pretty bad. Played for the Titans Uh, when uh, they came back into the competition, and Takiri- End up playing for the Tigers and then won a premiership with South. Jeez, that's mm. a rough multiple choice. You get one wrong, it means you get others wrong, wrong. as well. True. Oh. You've got to get them all yeah, right. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah. Did, he, did he play in the final for South? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. But he was like, he wasn't the guy. I think there were some injuries and stuff from memory. Yeah, he was definitely past his I'm glad he got yeah. himself with that prem, mm. though. That was nice. But when he came back, like, I mean, all three of them played pretty prominent roles when they mm. did come back. I mean, Sailor came back in 2008. Uh, Rogers in 2007. Takiri came back in 2010. Wow. Mm. Um, and then ended up playing four years of league. I remember, after remember as well. Remember Matt Rogers came back and they gave him the kicking duties to yeah. for penalties and he was just like booming yeah. at 50 meters. And yeah. everyone was like, why aren't you all yeah. doing this? Mm. Like, we got to Did Sailor leave the year before the Dragons won the Prem? Yes. He, he left in 09, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So right. Sailor only came back for two years. Rogers played four. He played a few, didn't he? And yeah. Takiri played, yeah, five Just as well. Getting- which is which seems so weird because like the 2003 World Cup, they all they all yeah. featured prominently. Like Rogers came off, the, like I'm talking about the final here. Rogers came off the bench mm. for the final. And, and I think he ended up having a 
um, kick and stuff like that as well with, with, when Flatley went off, I think. I can't remember specifically, but uh, Wendell and Takiri were the wingers. Mm. Yeah. Huge. To, and, uh, I mean, what a game of, of rugby union that was. I don't want to talk about it. But anyway, that. yeah. So, yeah, that that is the uh, good source shootout. No. Okay. For GWS. Yeah, the GWS. And Vilkins, I'm pleasantly surprised you knew about Mal Meninga because I was like, uh it's it's obvious like in Australian folklore, but if you don't like pay attention to it, you may yeah, have, like you may you have may, you may not know. I like pageantry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you asked me what team he coached, I probably wouldn't know. If you asked me which coach had a twenty eight second political like you know, Irish. yeah, all over yeah. it. Excellent. That's good. So yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. And then make like a bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, well, you know, seeing as we did the Topical. Sporting Woods time, oh, I was which, like, by you know, the way, was fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was good. Real, you did well. It, it, you did it, good. The, but the thing about the, for the longest time is that mm. the harmonies have to be there. Mm. That's the problem. That's true. Whereas, like, the Barty Party, you just, you just yell it. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. The homage to no, the Barmy Army. Army. Anyway, Ash Barty. Oh. oh, well, first of all, welcome. Yeah. To another episode of Sporting Let's start there, maybe. Let's do the intro. Hey? We've got- um, There's so much to talk about. Yeah, lots to talk about. Um, we'll try not to make it a Joe Rogan episode. Uh, we've got Luke the End. <laughs> Sorry. I really wanted to get- I really want to get this out. Googans, I really want to get this out without laughing, okay? So don't- So just- if it, if it takes fucking- If it takes fucking 10 minutes, it's going to take 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this could take about 15 takes but we're getting it we get Luke it. the edgelord <laughs> oh no we got Luke the edgelord <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds so ridiculous <laughs> alright so okay guys we, we actually on, we actually have, we to, actually have to get it. this this is the take this will be it this will be it okay okay so <laughs> You can't be crying as we're trying to take him serious. He's been crying all morning. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, it's just emotional. Right, right. Right. Okay, okay. Okay, welcome everyone to Sporting Woods. Uh, I've got a couple of friends this week. Um, we got Luke the Edgelord coming. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> coming at you. Luke the Edgelord coming at you. No, he ain't. No, he ain't. <laughs> he ain't coming. That's yeah, what, he is. That's no, he ain't. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Oh, <laughs> shit. Woo-hoo. We got to get this out because okay. this will be fucking hilarious. <laughs> Because what Vilkins, what you should do is put the Edge Lord chat at the end as the blooper, so that when people go, "What the, the hell do they mean by Edge Lord?" Yeah, you can put it. At the end. Oh God! All right, all right. Well, let's let's actually do the introductions. Welcome to another episode of Sporting Woods. Um, Tim here. We've got Benny G uh, coming back after a week off, and oh, fuck, <laughs> we've got Benny G coming back after a week off, and we've also. Got- Fuck. You can do it. Come on, man. I believe in you. Do you want me to do it? No, no, no. Uh, I'm here. Luke, Luke the edge of the Lord coming you can't at you. Don't fucking say. Oh shit! If we, once we get to coming at, at you, yeah, yeah, yeah we got coming at you. If we if we can get that far, you can do it. <sighs> okay, we got Benny G. Uh, back for another week with his fantasy feedback, and we've also got the Edge Lord Luke. <laughs> Or should I say Luke the Edge Lord? <laughs> Luke, Edge. Luke the Edge Lord is better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The alliteration. Okay. okay, here we go. Well, we better do the introductions. Welcome to another episode of Sporting Woods. Uh, Tim here. I've got a couple of friends this week uh, coming back. We've got Benny G for his fantasy feedback. Um, and we've also got... Oh, fuck! You're so close. Benny G with his fantasy feedback. And we've also got Luke the Edge Lord. <laughs> fuck! Fuck! I can't... I'll get through it. Okay. Maybe, like, if I take my headphones <laughs> off and just, like, not listen to anything. As soon as you said you got friends okay. coming back. Does this sound like, okay? I've lost. Yeah, he's your phone. Okay. <sighs> well, let's do the introductions. Welcome 
to another episode of Sporting Woods. Tim here. I've got a couple of friends back this week. We've got Benny G back for his fantasy feedback, and we've also got Luke the Edge Lord. Welcome. Yes. Oh fuck, I forgot to say coming at ya. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, I got I got this now. Oh, well, we better do the introductions. Welcome to another episode of Sporting Woods. Uh Tim here. Uh got my friends back. I've got Benny G for his fantasy feedback and Luke the Edge Lord coming right at ya. Yeah, it's good to be back, mate. <laughs> it's good to be here uh, on, on this episode of Sporting Woods. Woods. Lots to talk about. We're going to try to not make it a uh, Joe Rogan episode. If we can try. <laughs> um, but I love netball, just come I think oh, mate, played mate, netball. We've all mate, played netball. Mate, mate, we won great. we won a mixed netball championship. Yeah, netball. Yeah. What was our team name again? It was the Revolution featuring Benny G. Wow. That was our team name. <laughs> and if you come up with a better team name, I'll give you a million dollars. We were our netball team was the Gorilla Jetpack Attack. Uh, and we got jerseys done up and we got nicknames put on the back. And Ollie was like, a friend of, friend of the show, uh, was like, uh, what, what nickname do you want on the back of your shirt? And I went, I immediately wrote G Spot. And then I was like, don't get me G-Spot. Please don't do that. I just want Goldie. And of course, now I have a jersey that says G-Spot on the back of it. Oh, you didn't change it to Edgelord? <laughs> no, I didn't go Edgelord. <laughs> it's, it's G-Spot. So I play, I'm playing in a, in a mixed e -Lord. netball. <laughs> so I'm playing in a mixed netball team and basketball with G-Spot on the back of my shirt. And then just people all the time would be like, this fucking guy, like, like you know, like, oh, someone ran into me once. And then another guy was like, oh, I just touched the G-Spot. And I was like, this is this is too much. <laughs> oh, I've given up too much. This is so much funnier at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. When, when I first thought of the joke, it was funny. And now it's just sad. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I don't I even know it. what I don't even know what Edge Lord is. I don't know if do you, I've never heard of that saying until I'm gonna look it up. Ago. Maybe I've just made it up. I'll just yeah. I've never looked up edging on porn either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you haven't lived. Um, edge Lord meaning. Here we go. Someone who attempts to seem edgy by doing or saying risque or offensive things. No, that's not what I'm after. Where's fucking Urban Dictionary? Here we go. How good is that? We, we didn't even mention Rafa Nadal winning a 12th yeah. French Open. Because it's just like Because it's just like, oh, yeah. Rafa's going to win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe I've just turned it up You've about, up. about oh, being a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, fuck is. That's pretty, my word It's now. pretty good, though. What's edging? No, edge well, I know what edging is. But is edge, so is edging on... Is edgelord in Is, is in edging the on Urban Dictionary? No, edgelord's not. Edgelord's not. There's a, a, a. Are you saying that you're not on Urban Dictionary? Yeah, apparently, uh, if you look up Luke Gold on Urgent Urban Dictionary, it comes up with something or other. It does actually. I don't know. How does it say? Uh, uh, just said, "Lel." 
<laughs> no, it did say no, I, the Lou Ashton. Gold said, if you, you type it, oh, here we go. In 2009, oh. this was a, a thing from 2009, right? A Luke Gold is, is, is a person who can sometimes be very funny, but often only really when other people are laughing at him, not with him. Often smelling of sweat and eating Burger King, a Luke Gold's common habit is around North London in the various discount clothing shops and shopping stores and shopping centers. Another common trait for Luke Gold uh, are premature face aging with wrinkles and baldness occurring as young as four. All Luke Golds are descended from the same man born in 1652, uh, sorry, 652, called Marshillian Davis. Uh, I'll put it in a sentence for you. Dude, number one, hey, met this guy the other day. He was such a Luke Gold. <laughs> number two, no way. Number one, yeah, I know. He had this little stubble, which he thought made him look like he was in his 30s. I could have sworn he was without hair and all, but turns out he was only 17. So that's in so the Urban Dictionary. So obviously someone stitched up a Luke Yeah, Gold clearly. And it, yeah, yeah. Obviously someone's been... It was by Mark Northerns in 2009. But uh, yeah, so I'm in, I'm in the Urban Dictionary. I don't know what to tell you. You're Luke Golden. <laughs> also had... At the bottom there was a C, C Edgelord, Edgelord. Yeah, and, yeah, and then yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. And then a CYC. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to look up edging. 